watching your one piece. We are! Hello everyone, welcome to We Are Watching One Piece. It's me, Jory, I'm here introducing the One Piece podcast show where I I talk about One Piece that I have just watched with Joe, who has just watched it, but also just watched it previously, however many years ago they watched this. Many. B- much before I have, That's that's how many years at least. Before I have. That's all that's important. Mm-hmm. They they know all the secrets, and I'm trying to figure it out. It's the One Piece arg. <laughs> it's Argonauts One Piece. <laughs> it's going to let you spiral. <laughs> you see, here's the thing. I just have to keep like talking until I get to like an end point. Sometimes it doesn't go anywhere. That's how that's how comedy works. That's how real life works. It's true. You just say words. <laughs> it's You just say words, and they stick, or they don't. Yeah. Well, as as we all know... Spectre is haunting Fishman Island, the Spectre of the Straw Hats. All the powers of old Fishman Island have entered into a holy alliance to exercise the Spectre. Yep. Um, and that's why we're here to talk about it. This is, oh God, this is, this is the fourth episode of Fishman Island. I think so. We've got like one or two left after this. I think we have two more. Um, but we're, I mean, by the end of this, like, we're in the key conflicts. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we did a lot of uh, table setting flashback stuff last time. Talked about uh, racism. <laughs> uh, that episode's not out yet, so if we've been canceled, sorry. Uh, but that none of well, uh, probably still some of that this time. But uh, for the most part, this is going to be a punchy punch episode. Now that 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 table has been set for the the bad Hody man to do his bad evil deeds uh, in the name of uh, vengeance and badness. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about five forty eight to 559 uh making our way i you know the the intro of the of these episodes after after the the opening the the old narrator man's talking about the new world and i'm like we're not to the new world yet i know that you've said this now 55 times (laughs) but we're not there yet he does yeah, say, we're not gonna on be their there way for a to the bit. like he talks about the new world and he's like the straw hats on their way to the new world. Like well <laughs> I guess so. But uh <laughs> I, I I will they ever make it to the new world? What if there's like no, other underwater actually, islands that they have to go to? And that, you know you've seen you've island. seen these arc names like Dress Rosa and Wano, but they're secretly all underwater. <laughs> That would explain so many, that. That's so why everyone. That's why everyone's showing up in Wano, right? It's because it's still been, underwater on the, the way to the new world. <laughs> you got to get through yeah. through the underwater islands to get to the God. new world. What if? Um, you know, there's been a lot of like, uh, just like every like when the time skip happened, people were like, okay, so this new world stuff. This is the this is the second half of One Piece, and as like Wano is gonna go past a thousand episodes and firmly this quote-unquote second half will be longer than the first and we've got many years left uh to wrap up this story (laughs) i'm starting to think maybe the new world's just two of three like i think it's the (laughs) second third it's act two (laughs) yeah i don't know what is gonna happen after wano it gets scarier and scarier and bigger and bigger every day uh but I, I I do think we might be approaching this uh, this final third after it. Even even I mean, once upon a time, Oda said Skypea was the halfway point. So what the fuck is anything? Um, that's always the I think the funniest <laughs> comparison point. Like yeah, I introduced Blackbeard. We're setting him up for this big second half. Uh, whoops. What's thousand chapters? <laughs> what's really fun about Dragon Ball is that there's a website 
that puts together like in like snippets of information that Akira Toriyama has said about like when they think the different planned endpoints for Dragon Ball were like because there's different things Toriyama has said that make them allude to oh people liked it so he drew more and that he intended to end Dragon Ball like the first original run of it he's like oh yeah after they get the Dragon Balls the first time I was planning on finishing it like there's this like weird. I mean, it seems like open and shut. You get the balls, you're done. That was <laughs> yeah. the quest you co- you completed. It's I I I want to know like some of it's just like grasping at straws, but I just like the idea of going back in time and showing an author at the beginning of it, being like, here's what it's turned into. Yeah. Like my the three I want to do that with is One Piece. I want to show that to Kira Toriyama. He's like, it's a funny boy with a monkey tail who's on adventure with friends. Like he's fighting a space alien. Uh, for the safety of the universe, like if he doesn't win, the universe will probably his own universe will be disintegrated. And then also, I want to show that to Vin Diesel on the set of the first Fast and Furious movie. Let's be like, hey, you're going you know, to th- space. This movie about <laughs> about a, a, like sm- people who are smuggling DVD players and plasma TVs. Uh, later on, The Rock helps Jason Statham break out of prison. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're we're making a bunch of domino memes. Yes, yeah, true. Uh, but uh, I'm yeah. It is it is funny how how the cycle of these work well. Should we keep doing them? Happens. Um, I often tend to prefer things that end. Um, and I so I do truly like look forward to One Piece answering its questions, saying all it has to say, and closing the book. If there's a sequel. I don't really care. I'm not pro or against that. I just want one piece as it exists to close. Like if it gets a Boruto, I don't know. I'll probably follow it. But it's, I also just doubt it. Like Oda has said, like, I don't think I have another long series in me in my lifespan. (laughs) You know, I think I've said this in the discord. If they do like, I worry about one one piece piece being in his lifespan. Yeah. Like if they do some kind of like two piece, one piece sequel, I'd rather it just be like a one, like a season or something. It's like, here's some adventures that were going on in the world while uh, One Piece Luffy's adventures was happening. Yeah, I think it could, like, if, if One Piece as a universe continued on for the sake of giving Jump, Toei, etc. money, um, I think it could use something like The Mandalorian or just, yeah. like, these side stories where it's, like, I mean, like, or, like, the Ace novel or any, like, or something. Yeah. Like, give, there's, a, there's also the Law novel. Give me, like... Yeah, like give, give me an episode of what did a kid do? And, yeah, and, and North Blue. Yeah, like care, but. that. That's that stuff. Maybe it's just because or a random unnamed character. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. maybe not kid. I don't. Maybe I don't care about kid. Like it, it's maybe it's just because of my uh, I've given up on uh, Star Wars as a media property. But I, I mean, I would, uh, I would any, as, anyone smart has. <laughs> I wouldn't feel as tired about One Piece being like. Here's some stuff about this character. Because One Piece doesn't insist on giving you every single detail about the universe all the time like I get with a lot of, like, Western media. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'd be a lot more satisfied with what they give me. Yeah, like, I like that I don't know everything Law did to get to Saba Odi yeah. or Kid or whatever. Like, and I think a, a light novel that isn't necessarily canon or, like, the, light, the Ace novels are, like, good little additions. Like, uh, you know, it's never going to get, like, extended universe or the way that uh, a Star Wars does. 
But uh, yeah, I think like, you know, I like the world and frankly, it's been so laser set on its goals. And like, I think despite some pacing issues and maybe dress rosa, for the most part, it earns its length. And honestly, like Wano is <laughs> making up all of the good graces that I had griping about dress rosa because it looks phenomenal and it's completely picked up the pace to <laughs> the, the chapters. So like, yeah, I mean, if 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 the world wants to continue to exist once One Piece proper ends and do some some cute side stories like, sure, <laughs> I'm not going to gripe. I, also, if you don't. L- Pictures of Luffy will still sell forever. Like, Totoro is still the most merchandisable motherfucker in the world, and uh, Miyazaki doesn't even, like, like to make money that much. Yeah. Uh, There was, like, a... He puts, like, limits on how much they can produce in a year. There's, like, a 20-some-year gap in between Dragon Ball Z ending and Dragon Ball Super happening. Yeah. Which is cool. (laughs) They're like, all right, yeah, I can do some more Dragon Ball. Yeah, there's Z just like is, games. Z, has, Z, Z was successful that whole time. And like video games and uh, yeah. spinoffs, GT, uh, Kai. It's not like the brand was dead. Oh, but. yeah, absolutely. See, I feel like One Piece has enough power even that it, it wouldn't just die. Do you think there would ever be a One Piece Kai? Like, a one, I know One Piece exists in the, in the fan edit world, but do you think there would ever be like a an anthology of like reanimated movies or like if they go back and redo dress Rosa with better quality animation and pace. I'm referring to that. Like you've seen it for some reason, but um, I, I've talked I can, about it enough. <laughs> I can see them clean up, uh, cleaning up some one piece stuff just to like the thing that's like jarring about, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai is that they, I don't know if they did it in Japan, but I know in America they redubbed it. A lot of the stuff because of mm-hmm. uh, certain actors not being involved with like Funimation or anything anymore. I think they improved mm-hmm. it that way too. But I do. The weird thing is like they would swap from like a normal scene that was like four by three or whatever, and then it would cut. And it had like the old like you could tell it was an old transfer, and then it'd just be like HD 1080p widescreen new explosion blast yeah. scene. <laughs> Well, it's like the end of Mission Impossible 6, where it keeps going back and forth between IMAX and not IMAX, <laughs> because one is a helicopter and one is on the ground. It's exactly like that. That's a metaphor that everyone can understand. Yeah, that is strange. <laughs> oh, a strange way to do it. Like, just go down, like, just go back to redoing all of it, probably, yeah. <laughs> is the best way to do it. Which, um, I mean, we're going to watch, uh, by now, Patreon's already gotten us watching the Nami movie, but... I think that's an interesting example because, like, we're t- talking about like really early One Piece. It just straight up has a different style, but to animate it with their production value and uh, uh, to just technology of what twelve years later, that's significant. And, and go on the Patreon to see what we thought of it because we haven't watched it yet as of recording this um, because we're very far ahead. Anyways, Fishman <laughs> Island. <laughs> Fishman Island, uh, Hody Jones has is, is got some Hody, bad news. He's a, he's a bad man. He's a bad man. And that's, that's basically where we left off was his. He, he got on a big, uh, a big screen that showed up all over town and is like, is this thing on? Hello? I'm Hody. I'm going to take over your island. Uh, he says a bunch of other shit, actually, but... Uh, specifically, he's like, I'm going to destroy this island and rebuild it, uh, because I'm going to be king. And I think he shows them the tied up Neptune as well. 
he has a long he does a lot of fucking preaching uh for someone who gets his ass whipped so hard <laughs> when he's not in the water but uh he's like look i found all your signatures i'm going to go through this list of names and kill all of you cuz you're human sympathizers uh wake up sheeple um also he brings up the letter that otohime got from the flashback uh, that allows them to go to the world summit. So like, that's an important MacGuffin is like all of their stakes are in this tiny letter that can't be replaced. And also these signatures matter too. So those are things that Hody now has control over, which is bad. <laughs> Nami says this is Zoro's fault <laughs> for, for tying them up, uh, everybody up in the palace, which I mean, didn't help. <laughs> Didn't help, but also they were defending themselves. Hody's like, I'm going to execute Neptune. Uh, the, the same way that Roger's execution brought on a new era for pirates, my execution of Neptune will bring on a new era for Fishman Island. Sure. You know, I think he's missing a, a, a certain thing about Gold Roger that is not there he about King cool. Neptune. Um, I don't think... There's people, there's like a weird group of people for the most part that see K- King Neptune as a bad guy. Like there's Hody's Ho- people, but I don't think like there's the people of like, I don't think King yeah. Neptune being killed by a fish man is going to energize the people who were signing the Queen's uh, petition. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like when he's, when he starts to call out names, we do see some people being like, oh no, I'm going to be targeted now, but not canceled. so much like. I'm ashamed for doing it. Yeah. Um, And even like, there's a lot of back and forth getting ahead of ourselves already, but there's a lot of back and forth between Jinbei and Luffy being like, look, it's bad optics for you to go beat him (laughs) up. And, and because you're a human and he's a fish man. And I'm sitting here watching it. Like nobody seems to like him. Like (laughs) they, they really go out of their way to make like, sure that there's no question that Luffy's a good guy. once he shows up but like there's not a single point where i think a regular citizen of fishman island would be like ah another human fucking up our shit when if luffy were to fight hody after he kidnaps (laughs) king neptune like i think already he's a bad guy in their eyes yeah absolutely (laughs) at at worst it'll make the people who like hody just be more mad but what are they gonna do they're not nearly as strong luffy will fuck them up Yeah, and, like, even when Luffy showed up, there was already this, like, discourse of, like, yeah, he's a human and he fought Arlong, but also he saved Hachan, so, like, like people are already wrestling with him doing a good thing in their eyes, and, I mean, if Boss Jinbei is, like, Arlong was a dickbag, I think that also changes things, but whatever. This is a show for, for babies sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. And that's that's the thing is, it's a show with babies where they also beat the shit out of each other and say hell and damn, and Frankie has a motorcycle that's just a dick and balls. But yeah, like... You, you, you stole that away from me. It's, I, Oda stole it from you and he drew it, bro. And we'll, I was we'll get excited to scream that he had a motorcycle that's just a cock and balls. <laughs> It's written down in my notes. It's you can't take that away from me. But yes, I mean, I do think these episodes are a little like they really care about this is a fishman problem and yeah. pushing it to this limit where there's no question that Luffy has to step in. Yeah. 
on a level, I respect it. <laughs> but I also think, just looking at the text, there was never really any question that Luffy would have been the good guy. <laughs> I just that's a thing that we'll probably keep coming back to as we get there. But uh, just saying it up top, because like even in this first scene, he ever nobody really seems to be on board with him, <laughs> with his insurgency. Uh, but anyways, uh, he also says, "Hey, Straw Hat, I got three of your crew members in a cell. This is a revenge for Arlong. Ha ha ha." I'm I'm gonna fill up this room with water. Uh, so in the next three hours, by the time that I have executed Neptune, your friends will have drowned and died because uh, uh, humans and a skeleton uh, can't breathe underwater. Ha, <laughs> losers. Um, so that's all. Oh, that's another part of it too. Is that Luffy's like, I have to save my friends. I, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna step back. Oh, we'll talk about that more in a little bit because I think this episode starts the. The conversation he has with Jimbei. But yeah, three hours, that's that's like the stakes for everything now. Like the rest of the arc has been set up in just that half of an episode. Uh succinct. So we come back from the eye catch. He's saying some shit to Neptune off off mic, uh, about that he doesn't like him and his plans <laughs> and his goals. Uh and then we get a great comedy bit with Usopp. <laughs> yeah, there's in the a, cage. Y- you know, Everything seems a little serious, and then they're about to die, but it's playing, like, silly music as they're about to die in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> it's playing well, the, it's like, him, I mean, it's him and... He is a self-deprecating uh, <laughs> sad boy, and Brooke is literally dead and always makes light of it. And and Zoro's just not interacting. So it, it kind of makes for a great little bottle episode. Um, I mean, we don't get a full episode, but scene. Um, we get a flashback to them being captured and how, um you know, they're, like, playing dead... And the people are like, oh, this skeleton must have washed up. And they're like, oh, great. Brooke can get the jump on him. This is great. Sometimes it's good to be a skeleton. And he, like, jumps up and scares them. Because well, they're like, oh, man, he's probably been underwater for 50 years. He's like, you got it exactly right. <laughs> and then, yeah, scares them. as like, do you want to touch my afro? But he does it for so long, they just turn around and punch him. Yeah. So, like. He did have a chance to save them, and he did not do it because he was having too much fun. Look, I, I, I which is true to Brooke. I, I, I applaud a man dedicated to the bit. It's absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'll go down. For I, the I bit. think, <laughs> I think you would jeopardize a like very important like opportunity for you if it was offered by someone named Jory. Like, I think you <laughs> would like turn down a dream job. Or something. If uh, they introduce themselves as Dory, and you were like, "I, I can't, <laughs> like, no, I can't do no, this." I am. See, if if I was here, here's the situation that would happen. If I was Brooke, if if Brooke was was Jory, and it was me instead, <laughs> <laughs> the way Oda would have wrote it <laughs> is is the two this guys. This is the most important <laughs> analysis we've ever done. The, the two guys would be dragging me. And he's like, "Oh man." This this is the skeleton's weirdly heavy for a skeleton. How long do you think it's been down here, Jory? And I'm like, what the fuck? No, <laughs> you can't be Jory. <laughs> no, I am. I never realized how similar your bit is to something that would be in One Piece. Like you, <laughs> when you when you pitch it in that specific way, it plays exactly the same <laughs> as what Brooke is as a skeleton. <laughs> See, Which is great. That's how you know it's good. It's so it's one note enough that you could you could get a lot of mileage out of it anytime there's someone new. Yeah, and it never gets old. Um, I think 
anyway. like it's like Luffy getting shot with bullets every time. You're just like, I know what's gonna happen. These people yeah, should know better at this back, point. And they're gonna fucking make a pog face. <laughs> but yeah, that's that scene is funny and quick. Uh, when we get back, Usopp does a killer Robin impression. Oh boy, he does. One of my favorite visual jokes. <laughs> I think about this all the time of his, like, they literally just draw Robin's eyes on yeah. Usopp's face. I tweeted it today, um, another evidence of how far ahead we're recording, and that's great. Uh, meanwhile, we check on the real Robin, finally, uh, for a very vague and uh, potentially important scene. Uh, she's reading a poneglyph in the forest, and she says, this is a, a letter, it's an apology, but who is it for? And then she says the name, I think. It's assumed to be a name, uh, Joy Boy. Hmm. <laughs> Scene's over. <laughs> I'm a Joy Boy. Same. That's my that's my gender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is the first mention of Joy Boy. I think a name that we still don't really know anything about as of today. But it's one of those blank era things that everyone just speculates about. Yep. Anyways, that scene's over. Uh, <laughs> I I think so. At some point during that, uh fucking television scene uh with hody he talks about luffy's bounty and and when we cut back to luffy we see that he's impressed that it went up um (laughs) it's up to what was it four five hundred i think thousand or a million not thousand but uh it's big it got bigger and he was like oh that's cool and jinbei's like yeah dude fucking marineford happened (laughs) and you're back now and uh now we now we get this core conflict of him begging him not to fight hody it's like look you can't, you can't fight Hody. Um, I, I asked you not to before he even started shit, because I knew he was gonna. <laughs> and uh, Shirohoshi wants to rush off and help Neptune as well. I don't know what she thinks he's gonna do, but she gets on Megalo, Jinbei stops him, and uh, Hachan brings up that her power to summon Sea Kings is actually uh, Hody's biggest threat, and that's why he probably would just kill you if he got the chance. <laughs> yeah. So don't do that. There's a really funny scene where, because with Jinbei is like, look, this is a fish man problem. Let me deal with it. Chopper and Frankie are like, so we can't fight because we're humans? And it's like, you two shouldn't be the people to ask that question. <laughs> it's really funny because it's something that I don't, it's not like always present my mind, but Chopper ate the human human fruit. So he is human. He's like a he's like a person. Yeah. Uh he might as well be a person, but yeah, he's like a edge case. Brooke <laughs> would probably be an edge case. <laughs> Frankie and is, Frankie is a- has rebuilt his body a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Dude. He's a cyborg. What's the what's that one one like uh question like philosophical question that they brought up about? about the mary where it's like if you rebuild the boat is it the same boat it's like if you oh, rebuild the frankie there's a the name same for frankie? that there, it's like an old like greek uh like uh philosopher who i think i believe it's named after the ship of theseus okay yeah from from hades <laughs> it, yeah the metaphysics of identity which is just like if you replace every part of a boat one by one is it still the same boat is that true of frankie <laughs> um i'm gonna say there's gotta be a part of him that he's never replaced right uh, his brain. I don't know what it is. I mean, his, I mean, literally, yes, but like, I don't know. But even then, like, can he upgrade it? Can he install more RAM? Uh, can he download more RAM in his brain? Then he's just the uh, a character inside Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Cyberpunk Frankie. That game would be better if Frankie was the model. 
I'm gonna hold up. Let's go. Nexus mod cyberpunk. Uh, I'm just gonna go one piece. Zero it's gonna results. Be big titty. I'm surprised it's not a single big titty lady though. Uh, That's surprising to me because I feel like if I were to do that for like Skyrim or something or like any other Nexus mods, there'd probably be some like Nami or <laughs> Robin. I mean, yeah, probably both of them. Boa Hancock, etc. You know, that was certainly the experience with VR chat, as we've discussed. Including, did I ever, I don't think I talked about it because I don't think we'd met her yet, but there, I did see a Shira Hoshi model in VR chat that was accurate to scale. That's awesome. But they gave her legs, so that way that she could, like, walk as a model. So it's Shira Hoshi with giant legs. So that's, that exists, and that's very funny. It's just very funny to be a giant character model in a space. You know, you know, I did look up One Piece on Nexus Mods for Skyrim because, I don't know, we don't, it's not like we have something we gotta talk about or anything. No, uh, <laughs> no. And, uh, there's not an, I was hoping there'd be enough for, like, a Patreon thing when we fuck around <laughs> with the One Piece stuff, but I just sent you a screenshot of everything that's available. <laughs> uh, some sound effects, uh, Whitebeard Tattoo... Mihawk sword. There is there is a Nami bikini though. Um, the hockey thing is concerning because it seems to be a spell that just gives you the the ornament hockey black skin, <laughs> which like I'm pretty sure black skin means something else in Elder Scrolls. Mm. Oh, they have the Arlong sword too. Maybe there's more for Oblivion, but we can't you can't do this right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fair. I, to be fair, I've looked at more Oblivion mods than Skyrim. But uh, anyways. This is basically the end of the episode, by the way. Uh, yeah. Luffy's like, "Look, I gotta save my crew no matter what." So, like, uh, "You're my, you're my dad. I love you, Jinbei, but uh, fuck off." And he's like, "I have no choice." To be continued. We'll see that resolve, sort of, not really. Five forty nine though starts with Brook and Usopp joking about who moves faster in water. Brook's like, "I can go really fast on top of it because I weigh nothing." And Usopp's, "I'm really good at swimming." I don't think Usopp's telling the truth though. Like, I know that Brooke can run really fast on water. I think Usopp talking, like, bragging about how fast he can swim is just a lie because it's Usopp. <laughs> so, my money's on the bones. Uh, speaking of the bones, he's going to show off a brand new ability he has. He's, I don't know what, I don't know what the, or remember what the original Japanese has him saying as he's charging up. But the, the the dub voice going is very good. Yeah, that, he, he was saying that, but just whatever it bone is in japanese okay which probably sounds funnier uh <laughs> because usually these things are rooted in puns or things that sound funny in japanese yeah how do you feel about his new move that he finally shows off here uh, you know i didn't even I, it didn't even like it, in a way that that makes it sound like i'm dismissing it didn't phase me at all okay i just it happened i was like oh yeah that sounds that seems like something he could probably do with this power okay <laughs> like that's I, fair like I, I i feel like i've thought about that once is like could he because like the whole thing is like his soul could he just like remove it what's what's think, actually funny if, is if you've thought about it before then that makes sense why it's just like oh cool he did it it's, that's I, not without the realm of your imagination yeah it's also uh that is literally a binding of isaac character that you can play as really Called the Forgotten, where you're a bone guy and you throw a bone to hurt people, and you can press a button where you where the spirit of the skeleton leaves, and you can do ghost things as the as the spirit. So it's 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 just this. 
Yeah, so uh, Brick goes ghost. Yeah. And it scares the shit out of even Zoro, but it, especially Usopp. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go and uh, look around some shit. He, he has a quick backstory where he talks about how he gained this power through uh, uh, depression. <laughs> he begged the music gods for an ability, and for some reason, his soul shot out of his body. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, my inspiration came back to me because I was a fucking creep and I used this to spy on the women. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't explicitly say it, but it's clear yeah, what he's he, implying. The, the subtitle is like, you know, <laughs> it's easy to get through the walls of women's dressing groups. <laughs> They're not even that straightforward in the dub. It, like, it's, it's a little more subtle, but I mean, his nose is bleeding. Yeah. His ghost nose. His nose hole? I, yeah. Anyways, yeah, bummer, but uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> at least when he asks people to see their panties, uh, they can uh, deny their consent and punch him. Yeah, that's fair. It's funnier. Anyways, Luffy and Jinbei fight, and uh, Jinbei actually is able to hurt him because Fishman Karate uh, is, is able to affect the water vapor in the air and the water in the body. So yeah. he, his, his punch actually fucking hurts Luffy. Yeah, why not? <laughs> sure, I mean it's fair. Like, I, like I already like as we saw in Marine for like Jinbei had a clear advantage over Devil Fruit users. Yeah, but like also at this point, it's like you also could have just given him hockey and it would have been the same. <laughs> like, so whatever. Which is, I think, a shortcoming of hockey that you it is the less creative choice. Like, um, when Luffy fights Smoker in a million years, he doesn't have to think of a way to capture the smoke. Or hit the smoke. He just trained his hockey, so we're good. And I don't hate hockey. I just do think it is sometimes the less interesting choice in a fight. But also, there's some people Luffy would just never be able to beat. <laughs> um, which is why you have uh, other people in the crew. Anyways, Robin shows up and says, stop it. It's too late, though, for them to listen. They're already in the air mid-punch. And it's like, Castlevania, you commit to that fucking jump. The Sanji's like, oh, no, don't hit Robin. And he jumps in the way. Robin just disappears. I think this might have been like a projection she made with her fruit for all I know. But Sanji gets in the way and takes both of the punches. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is because uh, it like... I just don't know flout. if we've seen her like, use that power yet. Oh, no, that's like a new, new just reveal there. Yeah, I, I know that she has that in like the Warriors games where she can make a double. But I, I, I'm like, that's an interesting way to tell us that she has a move, I guess. <laughs> or I'm forgetting something, but doesn't matter. It's a funny scene. Um, so they, pu they both punch Sanji and then each other <laughs> afterwards. And that's kind of the end of that scene for now. Yeah. And then we go to Fukuboshi, who's like kind of a, a C-list C protagonist right now in this arc. He shows yeah. up a couple of times and does good, important stuff. And his brothers are there. Uh, but he's fighting some fishman pirates, and uh, we go to an eye catch, and when we come back, they have one. They tied him up and left. Surely everything's okay now. Yep, that we we certainly won't see them break those chains. <laughs> but first, we see Hody getting ready to take Neptune over to the big plaza for his his big show, the execution. Uh, but he has a scar that Zoro gave him, which cool that Zoro gets to land that big of a hit and affect. This, the story that much because usually so many things are rooted in, in what Luffy's capable of doing. Sometimes Zoro gets to have on the fun too because he's the second strongest. Uh, but he leaves that scar so he just starts to really load up on these energy steroids. He'll take some more later and maybe something weird will happen. But uh, for now, he's just like, I don't want to feel any of this pain, so I'm going to take these. And everyone's like, he's taking a lot of those. This is probably fine. <laughs> 
Don't do drugs, listeners. That's true. Don't do drugs. Jinbei keeps referring to it as like a fake power. It's like, I trained for real and you took some pills. So that's bad. <laughs> vitamins are good, though. You can take vitamins. <laughs> I got a vitamin in front of me right now that I'm just looking at. You gonna take it? Pro- probably later when I take my melatonin to go sleepy. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah, I take vitamins every morning because I have a bad diet. Um, I actually have a pretty decent diet in terms of like not eating too much and balancing shit. I'm just so picky that like, yeah, I eat vegetables, two of them ever. <laughs> <laughs> just alternating. See, I, I like almost unintentionally eat the like bad Jordan Peterson diet of like just meat. <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I eat a little bit more than just like red meat. So my brain isn't going to like rot away like his is. But <laughs> be, be careful. I, I saw a tweet today about the healthy eating to fascist pipeline. So it's just, it, it is weird that like it is, that it is that weird that that exists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's because I, I mean, literally, it's because fascists will take like any subcategory they can get to like yeah. get people who are like looking for answers and yeah. be like, did you know that the answer is uh, white people are better <laughs> or something? And I don't know. <laughs> people are susceptible. It because they could already find the roots of the people who are already distrusting of the the truth of like anti-vax and like yeah stuff that's like that. There's there's so many blank to fascist pipelines. <laughs> uh, bummer. <laughs> but anyways, uh, where was I? I don't. Oh, Papagoo. Papagoo gets haunted. <laughs> yep, Papagoo. which is very funny. Papagoo is is scared already, and then the uh, Brooks Green ghost pops up, and he's like, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> Why does this ghost know my name? <laughs> uh, so Brooke, Brooke is like, at, like, like, hey, can you get us a key or a sword uh, so we can get out of here? And he's just running away scared. <laughs> and that's actually the last time we see them for a while. Yeah. <laughs> kind of interesting what this this arc chooses to do i like it though in in terms of like giving you information yeah but for now we go back on jinbei again he's like hey they don't you you shouldn't fight hody right away uh, or at all is what he's saying right now uh because of bad optics and sanji's like duh too fucking bad bro uh <laughs> he explains luffy's point of view for him he's like he's going to protect his friends no matter what and whether you like it that includes you that includes Hiroshi. That includes Hachan. So he's going to fight the person putting all of these people at risk, regardless of fucking optics. I think it's in a flashback where Jinbei is like, you have to make sure it's like you're looking like a hero. And Luffy's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get there. Because that scene's very funny. But that's the end of the episode, is them talking about protecting his friends. So we go into 550. Hody is uh, heading out on his big flying fish that they have. I think Neptune's on the same fish. I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. They're on their way to the plaza, and uh, we check in on a couple locations. First, the candy factory is destroyed. This is one of those things where, like, uh, One Piece has a lot of these things when you wouldn't expect them, but, like, Telltale pops up in the corner, and it's like, this will be remembered. <laughs> uh, the candy factory is destroyed. By the... the 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 tiny pirate man, what whatever the fuck his name is, the uh, tiny little fish boy. I hate him. He's a fucking One. gremlin. He's fucking. <laughs> he's a critter for Billy Zane's critters. Yep. <laughs> and he's running around. He can eat through fucking anything. You know, 
that this is this is one of those things where me having tangential knowledge of things that happen later because I I watch One Piece and avoid spoilers, but you know you hear about it's people's impossible names. to avoid a name like Big Mom, right? Yeah, and it's like you know Big Mom's one of the four emperors, and she has a candy factory here. She took over after Whitebeard because she wants fucking candy all the time, and then I I get told that uh, Big Mom's power is absolutely Fucked insane up and weird, and, and I'm like, like you know she's an emperor, and you're just like. Like, all this is all gonna matter, isn't it? Yeah, At some point, it's one of those things I, I I fear. It's it's scary that I just I know what these things are now. Yeah, there. I mean, that's the thing. One Piece keeps getting bigger and scarier. Like, there's some setup, like some larger world setup that happens like right before Wano. So, like, as I'm watching Wano right now, occasionally my mind will drift to like some fucked up shit that I know is waiting for me. Like, and it's just that the feeling you're describing that you're having never goes away. It gets worse. <laughs> and I love it. That's one of the things I, I genuinely love about One Piece. And uh, while I look forward to conclusions, it's a thing that I will miss. I will always love One Piece, but I will miss that scary feeling. Um, the thing about One Piece, though, in my opinion, is that usually I am satisfied with the payoff of the conclusion. Anyways. Fear, yes. The candy factory is destroyed by the tiny gremlin man. Yeah, we kind of just check in on a bunch of different locations in the city where, like, these top crew members of the Fishman Pirates and the new Fishman Pirates uh, are just, like, fucking shit up, saying mean things to people, reinforcing all of this. And uh, there's, like, some captured Fishmen. Uh, oh, yeah, the one that was tied up in the previous episode. We check in on him. And he is like, look, there's no, you, there's no point in keeping us captured. Hody is ruthless. He'd rather just let us be killed than, like, negotiate. He's like, Hody will kill fishmen over sympathizing or sharing blood. He hunted people down who did that. And one of the, the lowlier grunts, like, you know, flips a steroid into his mouth. Like, this will get him out of it. Yeah, his vibes will no longer be off after this. That's true. It works. Like, his, his randing started to get more aggressive and more like rather than just saying things about Hody sad he starts saying them confident like this is all good that he's doing this um and he breaks those chains <laughs> it continues to wreak havoc now that the princes are gone uh we check in on drunk octopus and he gets so drunk that he just murders everybody in front of him <laughs> yep so he seems chill something that i forgot to mention with the gremlin man is that all of these scenes are kind of like moving people towards the plaza like gremlin boy is like i'm gonna go to the plaza now they don't i don't know if uh the chain breaking guy says it but that's he also is going and uh they're trying to now move the drunk octopus to the plaza like go there and then you can attack the royal family instead of us and then we have a, a similar scene but with the cuttlefish invisible man his name is zeo he's the only name that i remember because it's short <laughs> he's like going invisible and like talking about all this violence he's going to do and how much stronger he is than these people um i don't like his dub voice very much it's it kind of it it kind of makes sense once you get into the scenes where he's like monologuing and then embarrassed that no one's paying attention like then the performance kind of works mm. but in the actual scene where he's like talking shit i'm like he's this is the most boring guy <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I don't know i guess that's probably where they're coming from with the casting and the performances that he's a kind of a loser so much so that when he's talking his shit and he's invisible, some of the fishmen just randomly are like, Oh shit, a roach. And they just try and just like beat the shit out of it and like slam mallets into it. 
And then it's like, oh, that Zeo guy stopped talking. And then he becomes <laughs> visible on the ground <laughs> where the roach was on his face. That was very good. It's a very funny joke. And then he just continues his monologue as if nothing happened. <laughs> um, and they're like, wow, he's so cool that he doesn't even respond to it, uh, which is not, uh, I think, true. He's got that, uh, that buggy uh, energy. Big buggy energy. Big buggy energy. And uh, yeah, that's the end of that scene. We check in on Hody, who is still in pain. Zoro really did a number on this guy. So he just eats a bunch more pills. We will see a side effect of that before the end of this episode. But first, we return now to Jim Bay v. Luffy, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> uh, just kidding, it's over. Nothing happens. <laughs> it's just a, just a snippet to remind you. I think this is the last time we actually see it. I think the next time we check in on Jim Bay, it's resolved. Yeah. The re- and the resolution happens off screen and is revealed later. Fukuboshi is heading to the palace to save their dad, even though he's not there. Uh, we check in on another town that has like uh the other key pirate in the in the fishman crew, and uh he's fucking up some shit, commanding uh, a bunch of like a sea bear, a sea bear around, like that SpongeBob episode. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say they need to get their anti sea bear circle ready. Yeah, they they fucked up on that. Got like a hat involved. I, it's been so long since I've watched SpongeBob, but it's it's in my brain. Um, I thought <laughs> of it when I saw a sea bear, but flying overhead is Hody and Neptune in the in the gang on their big ship. Uh Neptune is feeling ashamed that he is, you know, watching his townspeople be uh brutalized. Hody says that there are 2 hours left, so t- clock's ticking. Yeah. Like t- 2 hours and they're still fucking fighting over who's going to fight Hody? Like you can you if you deal with the nuance of the Jinbei Luffy conversation, I get it. Like, I think that's an interesting conversation the show is having. But if you zoom out, it is Jinbei and Luffy arguing of who's going to fight Hody. No, I want to fight him. No, I do. But anyways, bad news. Hody is starting to have a reaction to taking too many energy steroids. He is becoming too ripped. Who, who could have foreseen this? That something no bad would one. happen? <laughs> no one. Uh, the sea bear that was once listening to Hody's commands is now exclusively experiencing fear because our man Hody has an entirely new character design. Sure does. To be fair, I like this one more. I, I like seeing this one fight more than the other one. I think it's just the hat that I didn't like, but... <laughs> the hat's part of it. I think, you know, he has, like, something going on now. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It, it's interesting, the design. He's, uh, he's bigger. He's wider. Buffer, he is pale as shit. Yeah. And he has red eyes. And I'm pretty sure his, like, dog scarf also got angrier when he transformed. I would believe it. Maybe it's a part of him. (laughs) It's like Jotaro's hat. (laughs) Maybe. Um, But that's our big cliffhanger, is him going new Hody mode. We come back to episode 551 to Chaos on Fishman Island, and one of the ministers, I don't know which one, said, this was gonna be our year! Uh, he's referring to the summit, but shit looks, shit looks bad. Oh, absolutely. Uh, bad news about all of your plans and dreams and hopes. Uh, let's talk about someone who hasn't come up yet this episode. All right. Who would that be? Vanderdecken. Oh, yeah. Vanderdecken's fun. It's, it's been a grip. We've been talking for 52 minutes. About half of that's about one piece. <laughs> we're, we're, it's now time to check in once again on Vanderdecken, someone who is 
technically the second bad guy of this arc. <laughs> he is the sand. No, he's not the lit. Like there is literally a Sandman actually in this arc. But I was gonna compare <laughs> it to like the the Venom, uh, Hobgoblin, Sandman trifecta. We're not gonna talk about Caribou, by the way. <laughs> no pieces like that has not, not shown talked up. about. <laughs> but Vanderdecken is uh on his ship crying about his heartbreak. So much so that he got a really bad haircut. It doesn't seem like he finished it. He started to. Because uh, someone comments on why he only cut some of it. it. His stupid bullshit in Cell stuff is funny, I think. And he comes to this conclusion that if he can't have her or kill her, I guess he could kill everybody. <laughs> that's that's what's really funny to me about... It's him being a black-pilled incel in... In a cartoon world where he's a fish person <laughs> who is dressed up like a, a mobster from the 20s is really funny. <laughs> it's such it's a whole combination. An, it's, yeah, it's such an unbelievable combination of words you just said. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, it lands as funny for me most of the time. I think when he first shows up, it's it's harder for me. For some reason now, it's just so absurd where I'm like, yeah, okay. I, I I find him more interesting than Hody just because, like, he has just this weird thing going on that, like, I was thinking about this earlier because uh, something that I, I'm enjoying about most of the place, things that happen in One Piece, like when they land at a new island, is the the stuff going on doesn't feel like a world made for the Straw Hats to solve the problems in. Like, there's things going on, and the Straw Hats show up and help, but it's something that wasn't necessary, didn't need to be, like, centered around them as much. And that's what the stuff with, like, Vander Decken feels like, is, like, there's this weird guy who wants the princess. The stuff with the Hody feels just so, like, because it's tied to Arlong especially, just feels like this is made for the Straw Hats to solve. And and, and at this point in the story following the separation in Marineford, I think there's a need for that. But also, there's a limitation to it. Um, but yeah, I like Vanderdecken's just weird fucking bit that he's just also here. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it allows somehow the biggest stakes yeah. uh, by, the, by the end of this chunk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you raise a great point about like things that are happening anyway. And Luffy's like, that's bad. I'm going to stop that. Whereas <laughs> Hody uh, isn't. Like, like, Hody is kind of like having this the cake and eating it too in that sense because like he instigated all of this shit spoilers he shot otahima he tells us later also it was clear and obvious but he instigated all this shit long before arlong was killed he was always gonna go this way it's just that luffy stopping arlong for completely personal reasons all everything luffy does is for personal reasons really but (laughs) we'll talk about that later too but that just gives our uh hody another target it's like okay well now luffy is one of the many humans i specifically hate because he stopped someone i care about like if there was a like i, I don't know kazaru is really the only named character who was around when tiger died but like if there was a different like marine captain like uh, strawberry i guess maybe uh, you could see hody having specifically a vengeance against that guy just like and then maybe you know Maybe he could have been here at the right time. I don't know. It's not like a spandam situation. Yeah. But no, yeah, it's like so much of it does end up around Luffy because of the Arlong Park stuff. And that's, I think, less so about Hody and more so about 
we can't have a story at Fish My Nine that doesn't address <laughs> what Nami has been through. And that's what we do. And also, Oda has these other grand things about, like, marginalization <laughs> going on. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they, they, it, they interestingly balance each other out in that way, even though Deccan's not really on screen because he has no, he's a fucking piece of paper with a strong power. If you walk up to him and punch him, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> he's Mysterio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, he, I don't think, do we see his plan yet? No. Uh, he just says that if he can't kill her, he'll kill everyone ever. Later, we will see the consequences of that. So back to Hody and such, uh, getting closer to the plaza. Uh, there are guards, soldiers waiting for them, and Neptune's like trying to get them to flee, but they're just no match for a sea bear. Nope. Uh, because a sea bear shows up, and all the other sea monsters show up too. Everyone's here. Uh, all of the top pirates of the the Hody gang, even the gremlin, and they string Neptune up. They put him on a big X, uh, overlooking the plaza. Uh, we cut back to Jinbei, who says, I settled it. It took a while, but I settled it. And he gets on Megalo with Shirahoshi, and they're off. And he looks back down to Kami, and weirdly, nobody else is in sight. Nope. I guess he murdered them. <laughs> and he hid the bodies. Um, that's not what happened, clearly. But it is very intentionally vague about what happened, um, because it has a surprise for you. One Piece wants <laughs> to surprise you. It's not often I think it pulls this specific trick. Maybe I'm just forgetting a million things. But usually this doesn't happen, I don't think. Correct me on Twitter. They go off to uh, do that. Oh, also Shirahoshi looks back at her mom's grave longingly. So more stuff at the plaza. Uh, there's a soldier who walks up to Hody with explosives, like going to sacrifice himself. But Hody just uh, sh- flings water at him as a, uh, like with a bullet. Uh, which you've seen him do before, but this time, now that he's jacked up beyond belief, his water bullet goes forever. It shoots so long that we get several extended sequences of people in other parts of Fishman Island being like, what the fuck was that? And it, like, destroys rocks and shit. Which, I think, is another piece of good escalation, uh, where it's like, you're watching this and you're like, oh, well, now Luffy's the only person who could fight this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Zoro might have been able to handle him before if they weren't in water. Uh, but now, like, no, gotta be Luffy. No fucking chance. Because you see his move before and after. So that's cool. That's a good little thing. Yeah. And uh, then Fukuboshi shows up. They actually are managed to beat the sea monsters. Uh, the, three, the, the three brothers managed to beat the four sea monsters, but are quickly defeated by the Fishman Pirates, like, top crew members, and then they get strung up next to Daddy. Bummer. I thought they could do it. I really thought they were going to just finish the arc right there for us. Like, <laughs> Luffy doesn't even have... I, I know what I just said about Luffy having to fight Hody, but I was still hoping. <laughs> That's the end of the episode, though. 5.52 starts uh, with a scene that I think is very funny, where Shirahoshi just immediately falls for a trap. She sees a bunch of balloons that kind of look like her dad, and she's like, Dad, I'm coming! And they fly at it, and it explodes into a net, and they're captured. How could this happen? We'll learn later it was on purpose, but when you don't know that, it's just very funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So we get uh, into the plaza um, again. We're going to be here for most of the rest of this episode if not literally the rest of this episode. But the brothers have been tied up, we now see, and then Shirahoshi is dropped off uh, from her big net with also Jinbei and Megalo. 
And uh, then Hody starts to introduce his whole army, as it were. Uh, he's like, I got like 50,000 human slaves and 50,000 human pirates. And we're, I got so many fucking people, I'm going to own this island. That's scary, I guess. A lot law of large numbers. Not really sure what it means, but numbers are big. Charlie shows up and says, "Hey, fuck you." <laughs> Charlie, if you if you don't remember, uh, is the fortune teller shark lady, and I love her. Uh, but she shows up and is like, "Hody, I saw a vision about this island being destroyed, but it wasn't you in that vision." <laughs> It was uh, Straw Hat Luffy. And that pisses Hody off. He's like, no, I'm going to destroy this island. And she's like, nah, dude. My visions are always right. The person who has the fate of this island in his hands is Luffy. So he shoots her with his water bullet. Uh, bummer. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of kids around her. <laughs> uh, and I guess some other people too. But um, he does that. And he's like, I don't care if she's always right about everything. I don't care if she predicted uh, 9-11. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to give a speech now. And he gives a speech to everyone here in the plaza, the royal family, uh, his army of slaves and humans. He's like talking about like all these symbols of... I don't even remember now. I just wrote that he gives a speech about symbols. Um, and <laughs> he's, he's going to fix this place. But there's one big revelation in his speech that I've already said on this episode. And it was very clear from the last episode that we knew he, this was true, <laughs> but it's very weird to me that he admits it to everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because it, it seems like a lot of his thesis was built on a lie, the misinformation he spread earlier. Yeah. And now for him to admit it seems like he's going to, undo his support that he already didn't really have uh, to, I, we're, I haven't said it yet uh, in this sentence but uh he admits that he shot out to Hime himself we get a flashback about how he paid a human to start the fire and then he used him as a scapegoat but it's it is very strange to me that so much of his movement these past years since he's like i did that to make a catalyst of y'all hating humans um it's like okay cool one didn't really work that great a lot of people no. listened to her when she said don't you know further ostracize humans or uh hold grudges in my sake i don't want you to do that this seems like they listened they got the signatures so one didn't work that great two definitely not gonna work if you say it's all bullshit now like how many people who are like hating humans because one shot otahima are now like Oh, I guess my life was a lie. I don't think I need to hate humans as much anymore. I just don't get why he admits it. Like, I get it if, like, someone reveals it. Like, yeah, that's... Jinbei was like, I know. And I, I'm telling everyone now. So we turn on you. But, like, for him to be like, it was me, Hody. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I think he just thinks so highly of himself and his support that he's like, that everyone's going to be like, ah. Oh, you fucking brain genius, Hody. You manipulated everything. Now I'm going to follow you. <laughs> it's stupid. He says it was necessary. He shoots up Neptune some more. And uh, weirdly, Shirahoshi's like, I knew the whole time. Which is, <laughs> I did not remember this plot beat, but it gets explained in the next episode. <laughs> and the 
explanation is really dumb. It's so dumb, and I was like, <laughs> it's really was like, funny too. Yeah, it's it's funny, and they and they play it as she's a big hero for it, but not just in size, but metaphorically big. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. But before this episode ends, we get a final cliffhanger of what Deccan plans to do. Not even plans; he does it. He goes to the big boat, Noah, where the the centerpiece of the Fishman District below, I guess below the Fishman Island, and he is like. A long time ago, this boat Noah was made for mysterious reasons by fishmen. Anyway, I'm gonna touch <laughs> it so it flies the Chirahoshi. It's also the size of a half of Fishman Island. It's so big. It's, I mean, it's called Noah. Like, it's unsubtle <laughs> even what it's like a visual reference to. But yeah, it's weird that he's like, yeah, weird that it's a piece of our history and no one knows why it was made. Anyways... <laughs> And, like, Neptune is, like, we have to protect it. The Fishman Island has a lot of lore that's just straight up not answered. <laughs> and I think it's so funny that Deccan brings this up now, where he's like, hmm, big boat, part of our history, very important, using it to kill a woman! <laughs> so he taps it with his hand. And it starts to fly up towards Hiroshi, but it's very big, so it doesn't go fast like all of his other things. Uh, end of episode. 553 is next. This is where I wrote down my thought about how weird it is that Hody just reveals his lie and it doesn't seem to undercut, in his eyes, his whole fucking thing. It's like getting to, like, the end of your essay and being like, so my first thesis I made up, <laughs> but conclusion, still good. <laughs> you know, I, I lied about everything to get you here, but the main point, you know... It's, it's 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 true. You know, I just had to lie to you about it. That's we're still all. on we're still on the same page now. That's what matters. <laughs> uh anyways, Shirahoshi reveals why she knew the whole time. <laughs> when she said this, I was almost gonna be like she assumed it from context or something. Like that would or it was make hockey. sense, right? No, it, it's <laughs> I just I like <laughs> just fucking sort of as a kid and Megalo just like Shark, 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 shark. And then it cuts to the flashback of, like, Hody with the gun. He's like, ha yes, I committed an assassination. And just in the bushes behind him is a big old fucking shark. It's Megala. So, so the... What this this moment is trying to say is Megalo saw it, only told Shirahoshi, or maybe she's the only one who speaks fucking shark. I gesture to Charlie. Maybe that's racist to assume that Charlie speaks shark. I don't know. Uh, wait, isn't it like a thing that Shirahoshi understands fish and nobody else can? Maybe that's it. Yeah, it's a, th- it's a thing that her, and also Neptune, like her, his thing is he can understand uh, his, Just whales, his whale. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so she can understand that. Okay, so then the impetus is on her not telling anybody ever. Like, Megalo's like, saw this dude who killed Otohime. It was a fishman soldier. And she's like, I'm keeping this to myself for 10 years. <laughs> you know, she my, has my, her reasonings. It's just stupid, in my opinion. Th- <laughs> I think it's so funny that it falls on Megalo being there. Yeah, because that, then you have, you have to pan over to him hiding behind <laughs> Coral. And like, then what, what, what Jinbei what, didn't notice? Like, what was, what was he doing over there? <laughs> this, is my, this is my 20 months, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I 
it's so, I just like the visual of Megalo hiding in the coral. It's very it's funny. So... Well, he's a doofy-looking shark idiot. Yeah, he is. It's hard to put him in any serious situation. <laughs> but yeah, so she goes on to say, I never told anybody because mom's dying words were, don't hold a grudge against whoever killed me. And it's like, okay, but look at the situation we're in now. <laughs> so I don't know that it worked. Anyways, <laughs> Hody fucking uh, fires off more bullets at Neptune for some reason. I don't know, because he's mad. <laughs> and he falls down and t- still tied up to the big bars and the crown falls off. And uh, yeah, like now if there was ever any doubt that Luffy had to show up and fight him, we're going to spend like 10 minutes having people say, man, I wish Luffy was here. Because <laughs> um, now, you know, Jinbei's tied up. Hody has convinced everyone that he is unequivocally bad and against the Fishman people. Nobody's on his side at this point. Now, Luffy fighting him is not bad optics, but Chad optics. And <laughs> we even get, because... One Piece, there was a lot of things in this arc that are in this chunk that I was like, this is really good. I like what this is doing. And then One Piece would continue to explain the connection I made for five minutes. <laughs> and I have to remind myself the demographic. Uh, but we get a lot of kids going up to Charlie and being like, didn't you say Luffy was going to destroy the island? I sure wish you would be here right now because at least it would stop the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Which is a little much for me. The, the, this... This chunk is uh, it was a lot of that. It it felt too simplistic for One Piece, even. Yeah, I don't feel like I feel this way often. The I get it. I I already made these connections. (laughs) Not only is there just like a and I get it with like the kid being like, but if Luffy showed up, he could uh, everything would be gone. But the bad guy would be gone too. We (laughs) we wouldn't have our home, but the bad guy be gone too. But like, if I don't know if like cliche is probably the best way to explain it, where Hody has the royal family strung up in an arena. He is all powered up and each of his friends are all powered up, ready for the straw hats to come and fight them in an arena with everyone watching <laughs> for the shonen protagonist to come and stop the bad guy. And the bad guy's going, I am the bad guy. Here's the bad guy thing I did. Watch me uh-huh. be a bad guy. Attacking the the king with his water bullets. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it's and it's like I don't I'm I'm checking the the wiki to see if there's any like anime change notes and there's a couple but none of them are that like it doesn't seem like the anime is dragging that out. Yeah, based on this, but I I wonder like I I guess I kind of get why they want to nail home this idea that like Luffy is in the right for solving these problems, these other people's problems, like. It seems like it's really taking that uh, conversation between Luffy and Jinbei of, like, who should do this? Like, it seems like it's taking that very seriously. Like, it's like, we have to really nail home Luffy's help is accepted and wanted, which I want to, like, I respect. I just think we were there already. I don't think, like, it, it nails it home so much harder than I think we ever really get something being nailed home in one Yeah. But apparently in the manga, he was going to uh, chop off Neptune's he- uh, head 
with karate, but in the anime, he has a sword. That's something that I read just now. I mean, that's basically what happens next. <laughs> um, is, you know, it makes it very clear that everyone... I think, oh yeah, lit- people literally start, ch- like, chanting for Luffy. <laughs> yeah, that's what... Which it is was, so much. It, it unlocked, like, a weird memory in my brain that <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is going to have context for. Probably not. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> Especially thinking back on it as an adult, it's really weird. There's a specific, like, Scooby-Doo special that has, like... It implied that the Scooby Doo cartoon is um is like a TV show that the that the dog actor does, and I think I believe the context within it was like Scooby Doo like moved TV channels or there's some like rights issue, so like there wasn't gonna be anything for it. And I just remember like there's like ABC executives or something trying to get Scooby Doo to come out of his apartment and. <laughs> do the show again and then there's just a crowd of people outside of it chanting for scooby-doo and it feels that so sounds like a harvey birdman bit <laughs> it could have been that too <laughs> i don't know but it Ugh. definitely just felt like <laughs> jim also figuring out what like what was going on just feels funny it's like jim bay just like Luffy is the only one who can save us now. And I'm just like, oh, Luffy, shit. Yeah, oh, like, like Jinbei's like, everyone wants Luffy to show up, right? <laughs> We're all on the same page? Chad Optics? <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we're getting to, like, an extensive effect. And it all comes down to Hody saying, shut the fuck up, I'm going to behead this king now. <laughs> and as he's going to do it, Shirahoshi cries out, for Luffy. Yeah, I, I, everyone, we're all expecting, you know, the viewer, who, us who don't know what's going to happen, are thinking, oh, fuck, she's going to start crying and summon the sea monsters. Oh, no. That makes more sense. <laughs> I, I also forgot, like, this arc has been mostly a blur to me outside of the fucking <laughs> flashback stuff. Like, that's what I retained. <laughs> so... I was like, where's he going to come from? And uh, the best place, actually, the, that's where it's actually from. I actually fucking loved watching this. Like, I think forgetting it was a benefit. Yeah, because she starts like she screams for Luffy. It's like a big build up, like the sword almost hits Neptune's neck. And then you but hear he like stops. weird, like rust, like rubber noises. And like it's, it goes around for a while, and you, you see Megalo sitting there, and he start he looks like concerned, and you see like yeah. stuff. Yeah, Not- notably go. like Hody like swings the sword down and stops it because he senses something, <laughs> and then like he looks up to Megalo fucking squirming. <laughs> yeah, and he he spits out a bunch of uh, I mean it's, you can't really see ex- like what it is like it's a bunch of water, but there's like a a figure in it, like someone's in there. Yeah, and they don't show him. Uh, but then, like, Hody's, like, looking at it, like, what the fuck is that? And then, like, out of nowhere, he just is punching him. Like, he just, yeah. like, shoots over and punches him. He flies back. I fucking love this. It's cool. I forget how patronizing the first half of this episode was, because this <laughs> moment's cool. Uh, and then Jinbei's like, okay, fine. Yeah. I guess if Luffy's gonna go now, he's gonna make him wait a little bit longer, which is insane to me, because Neptune almost died. Like... <laughs> I feel like you should be happy that Luffy came out when he did. But he gives the okay that everyone can reveal themselves now. Uh, so Nami starts talking and she reveals uh, that she was hiding herself with Mirage Tempo. And she's like, I stole the letter and the key. 
And I'm getting like, I'm marking out that like, they're doing things specifically that only their skill set can do in place to like their characters. Like Nami goes invisible and steals shit. No one else can do that. No. That's cool that they're actually having her do an important thing like that. Uh, she gives the key to Robin, who specifically uses her many hands to free everybody. It's very cool. Look up in the sky. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a lion? No, it's the Thousand Sunny <laughs> with a whale next to it. Yep. So the Sunny comes gliding down, and Frankie's like, "I'm firing Malazor Blarg." And it, it, uh, <laughs> have we seen this attack before? Um, the Sunny has a big cannon in its mouth. I don't remember. It's been in the openings at least. I yeah, I know. Of, yeah, I. I remembered that, but I was like, when have they used it? Like, I just couldn't remember when they would have used it on screen. Anyways, kicks ass. It, like, I don't even know what it's shooting at. <laughs> it, just, it just fucks up some of the plaza. <laughs> and uh, the whale is with him. Hoei uh, comes down and gets Neptune and the Fukuboshi and the other two. And uh, it, it, it just barely escapes with them. And when the sunny touches down in the plaza, we see that uh, everyone is on it. Usopp and, and Brooke and Zoro are there too. The whole Straw Hats are here. And Luffy strolls up. The whole crew is standing together and he's like, whether you're, we're your friends or your enemies, it's up to you to decide. He's like, I'm going to beat the shit out of Hody either way, so I don't fucking care what you think about me. And that's great. Uh, what a good to be continued. <laughs> we could have ended it right there, but we're not gonna. Because we're going to watch them do a bunch of fights. <laughs> But yeah, that's, that's the end of that episode 554. We get a bunch of everyone reacting to them doing it and being happy about it. Uh, and then we are treated to flashbacks of them making this plan. And we don't need to talk about it much because we've already seen the plan. Uh, but I do want to uh, laser in on this one important thing where Jinbei says, we have to, it's all about the optics, bro. We've got to make sure that you are a hero in the eyes of these people. And he's like, I don't fucking care, dude. I'm a pirate. If I wanted to be a hero, I would have to share my meat. If I'm a pirate, I get to keep it all for myself. And Jinbei's like, I'll let you have all the meat you want. Just do what I say. And Luffy's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Completely convinced after that. Yep. I, in, in the dub, he's just like, that's fair. <laughs> and then they're done. So yeah, Jinbei's like, we're going to get caught on purpose. Hiding the tummy. Uh, he mentions the letter and the keys. And it's like, if they see us working together against a common foe, you know, with me, Boss Jinbei, um, it'll look better. And Luffy's like, I'm only doing this because you're asking me, Jinbei. And then right before they leave, Jinbei says, I think we need a code name. They don't get one, though. Everyone just says, what the fuck are you talking about? And they leave. And now, uh, when the next thing that happens is we get a flashback to how uh, Zoro and Usopp and Brook were saved spoilers papagoo brings them a sword and zoro destroys the entire fucking palace yep <laughs> so that's great um not really much to talk about uh although i i will say um uh brooke asks to see shirahoshi's panties nami punches him uh zio is giving a monologue about how they're going to defeat them but i don't know if anyone can even hear him <laughs> yeah He's talking and no one responds to it. And when people are like, hey, Zio, they're ignoring you. He's like, it's because I'm using my inside voice. <laughs> you know, so, I, sure. I want to know 
Wybrook thinks that the giant mermaid is even wearing panties. You can see her fucking tail fin, dude. <laughs> like, come on. It's removable, right? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those fucking blankets that you put on. Um, the whole thing's a fucking op. Uh, Fishman are real. Um, <laughs> they're all cosplayers. Oh, I guess also I can point out that the Thousand Sunny was waiting for Zoro and them all when they escaped. Anyways, back in the present. Uh, Chopper's like, no one seems worried about how hard you hit Hody. We'll deal with that in a little bit. But <laughs> uh, I don't know what the dub, or no, I don't know what the subtitle said. But in the dub, Luffy calls uh, Shirahoshi Weepy Hoshi. He gives her this new nickname. Mm. The the subtitles are Yao. It's like Yawa Hoshi or something like that. I wonder if that's like basically the same thing. It's the, like the the Yawa part. Yawa Mushi is wimpy person. Yawa Hoshi mix of Yawa Mushi and Shirahoshi. I Google yeah. Yawa Hoshi and people ask, does Shirahoshi have a crush on Luffy? Probably. Sure. Did, I mean, did Otohime give birth to Shirahoshi? I mean, probably, yeah. I don't think... We don't know how fishmen completely reproduce. Maybe they do it like fish, but... <laughs> With eggs, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that question gets asked because of how big she is. Absolutely. And Otohime is comically small. Yes. <laughs> comparatively. But who fucking cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so he calls her uh, this new nickname and is like, Hey, you should leave for your safety. She's like, Hey, why'd you call me that name? And uh, He's like, well, you know, it's an upgrade from crybaby bitch uh, because I now realize that you have a lot of uh, strength and versimilitude because you kept a secret for 10 years um, locked in your tower. But uh, yeah, they, they say like everyone basically like claps for her and says congratulations because <laughs> they're just like, yeah, your intentions are pure. You didn't want to hold a grudge. You're stronger than Hody because he's he's uh going after revenge. He's his hate leads to suffering. Meanwhile, he's standing up, <laughs> uh, going to do some more violence. He gives a speech about how he's going to rule over this place, and uh, he makes one mistake in there, saying that he's going to be king of the pirates. <laughs> and uh, he orders his army to charge out. Uh, Sanji's like, damn, there's. You know, so many people were each going to have to take out like 10,000. Then Luffy walks forward into the crowd and he uses his conqueror's hockey and literally knocks out half of the crowd. <laughs> uh, 50,000 people are, are defeated now because Luffy is that strong. How do you feel about that? Like him being that strong, like getting to use conqueror's hockey and showing off this much strength. Like this, like we we talked a little bit uh, in the other episodes about like them cheekily not showing fights. This is like this is the payoff now. Is everyone just like whipping ass? It's it's pretty cool. I I like how the Conqueror's hockey also lets them skip the part of Luffy beats up the nondescript bad guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean we still get a lot of that. Yeah, we get that for everyone else. More it, so. it it also lets everyone everyone else see how strong Luffy is. Yeah, Hody is like shook. When he sees it, because um, he just walks into a crowd and, like, makes a mean face and 50,000 people fall down. And, like, even Fishman are like, there's no, what did he do? Like, how did, like, and, like, some of the Straw Hats know it by name. Like, Zoro and Sanji are like, damn, Conqueror Saki. And Jinbei is like, damn, those two years paid off. Uh, and Luffy has a very funny line, as now that he's addressing Hodin. He's like, look, 
I don't give a shit what country you're a king of, but you can't be king of the pirates because that's me! End of the episode. You think Hody's like, uh, okay, well, um, I take that part back, then I'll just, I'll just have this country <laughs> uh, after seeing Conqueror's Hockey. <laughs> Best scene of that episode. Uh, 555 five, five now. Starts off, like, we're gonna get into a lot of just uh, people fighting a lot of mobs where this is a Warriors game now. Weirdly, Fishman Island isn't in Pirate Warriors 4. They skip over it. And it's in Warriors 3, but I don't remember if they just do a big plaza fight. Like, I think it's the kind of the whole plot in one level. <laughs> Which is complicated because Luffy chases uh, Hody into the sea. Um, but for now, in the plaza, uh, it's, a, it's a Warriors game. A lot of mobs <laughs> to fight and a lot of moves to show off. And uh, we're, of course, going to start with Zoro and Sanji fighting over who's going to do more. Uh, Luffy uses third gear and just, uh, here comes the giant fist, fucks up a lot of people. And, yeah, I mean, we'll probably go through a lot of this quickly, just kind of talking about the new stuff that gets shown off. But, like, this first episode is really just people doing their basic stuff. Everyone gets a little bit of a moment to shine. And they all get the little quips too. Like Sanji's like, I'm protecting a mermaid princess. And Zoro says nothing because he only cares about fighting. And Robin's like, there's history here. So I must murder you. Uh, Brooke sings a song. Uh, sure. How she's, you know, like happy. She experiences joy seeing how strong these, these people are. Luffy's friends are. Um, Chopper does Kung Fu. Usopp has his pop greens. He's also saved by Nami. Uh, and Frankie is just a walking gun, which is cool. Uh, and he alludes to some new weapons on the Sunny that he's going to show off in like two episodes. And Shiro Hoshi is like, yeah, happy about how strong everyone is. But, uh, uh, Hody's like, well, I'm going to attack her now since you're all distracted. But, uh, and like Luffy like notices this and is like going to go do something and it's blocked. And it kind of seems like Luffy probably blocked it. That's what we would assume, right? But no, it was Jinbei. <laughs> Jinbei blocks it, and it's like, okay, I'm here too. <laughs> I'm also fighting and strong, and I'm going to make sure the princess is protected. This episode's like, I've basically recapped the entire episode and just that. The final thing before it ends is uh, we get a little bit of flashback of Zoro training uh, with his fighting and being like, you know, we get to see him fighting the monkeys. And, uh, flashing to him using these skills in the present and unfortunately we get sanji's flashback too i like i like zoro's because it's just his his penultimate i am deciding to always win forever yeah yeah i have to if i i have to decide to beat these monkeys so hard that nobody can stop my decision making um even though he decided to lose earlier uh but that's because he couldn't breathe underwater we've covered this that one doesn't count but that's the end of the episode i speed around it because combat is quick i don't know if you have any insight on the those early fights or if it's just on like the actual moves that get shown off later oh wait i guess i should point out uh, sanji can fly now <laughs> how do you feel about sanji having uh skywalk oh uh, i just figured he could do that <laughs> i because it's leg oriented i'm not surprised <laughs> yeah that's yeah i have no strong feelings about it i'm like okay cool yeah, I mean, he has a leg power. It, everyone's leveling up. It's kind of the least engaging, even though it feels like it shouldn't be. Um, Zora doesn't really have 
any like there's he's a sword fighter he's better at it now um <laughs> sanji can kick so hard that he can levitate uh and other people have more interesting impressive shit um which we'll get into 556 starts with jimbei just so distressed about how these people handle fighting he's like why are you fighting over who can fight more to sanji and zoro it's just very funny. And Nami's like, look, this is just how they are. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's like, I you met Luffy at a very serious time, but really they're all idiots. <laughs> uh, Frankie is heading back inside the Sunny to get his new toys out. Oh man, he, he's, he's got some toys. He's got, he's got some toys. Uh, Papa Gunami, Usapa Chopper, also all go inside. He explains, you know, these new doors, uh, number four and I think number five. We'll see what they do later uh but he's gearing up uh brooke goes into fiddle mode he makes everybody party and he kills them during the festivities there's like an extended like sequence of what they're imagining when they hear this music which is cool but here's what really fucking matters robin makes two giant legs oh you know I, I saw those giant legs just crushing people and meeting and I wish that was me. <laughs> yeah, this the, the whole episode could be about Robin's giant legs. <laughs> this is the first, I think, I and I hate that our podcast is so fucking awful that I have to make the mental note of, oh, they do show toes because we've discussed it, <laughs> like, previously. <laughs> uh, but they do. She makes two giant legs and they crush people. So something and it's great. that we've seen in the past is she make like giant limbs out of like multiple limbs. Can she just make like giant ones now, or is it still the same? Is it still like they show it's... the little ones like joining together? Oh, okay, cool. So not only are you being crushed by a giant foot with giant toes and giant soles, it's <laughs> but also millions it's like, of toes. It's like millions you. feet. Yeah, so many feet <laughs> locked together that you get the vision <sighs> of one. Oh man, <laughs> I you woman. know it's 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 weird that we talk about Luffy so often and so rarely do I think about inflation as a fetish. <laughs> but like Robin does anything, and I'm like giant feet though. <laughs> Crushed by giant feet. Do you, do you know how how often I think about how nice it would be? You know, I I have. To this get is, a platonic back massage podcast over. <laughs> this, this is no, this is my uh, this is my that feel when no Robin GF moment. <laughs> Where it's like I I could down I could, bad. I could get I could get get home from work. I'd be tired. You know I I I sit lay down on the couch. Robin's reading a book. She doesn't have even have Robin's to, reading books. She doesn't even have to get up from her chair to and stop reading the book to 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 make me feel better she just makes a bunch of arms pop out of the couch and gives me a back rub and mm-hmm. it's nice i uh, i mean oda has said that if he could have any power he's come up with that's the one well he'd be able to work faster <laughs> exactly he says i would draw so much more manga if i had infinite hands but yeah all right so lost all of our listeners and patrons so let's move on everyone who was in the sunny except for frankie is inside of a cockpit we don't see of what yet uh but it's very cramped and then it expands, and I don't know. Nami says, I don't know why it didn't start that way, and neither do I. Other than the joke of Usopp's head on booby, I don't know why. So that's just a thing that we're <laughs> glossing over. Also, Frankie is setting up something else, and 
he styles his hair to the classic look for it. And I'm so glad he does because it's just such a better look. I like a lot of the, the Frankie time skip designs, but I just mark out for the classic pompadour. It's hotter. I'm sorry. Uh, he's driving up a motorcycle. And before the eye catch a cliffhanger of him revving up his cycle and riding it out of the dock and into the plaza, it is a big cock and balls, though. And I'm sorry for beating you to this joke, Jory, uh, earlier, but is that? do you have any deeper thoughts on the motorcycle, or are you just like LMAO cock and balls? Oh, it's really funny that there's cock and balls on a motorcycle. I, I, do, I do like that he is a... Uh... He does have a motorcycle. That's very fun. And I like how he turns into classic Frankie. Yeah, he, he styles his hair. It's great. Uh, he's got like little goggles on too. He asks Robin for approval of the motorcycle. She does not give it. She also looks unapproving of his other creations. But the other weapon comes out with everyone piloting it. And it's a funky little tank. It is. And Chopper's, Chopper sticks little head up the top. And he's like, I'm General Chopper now. And it's the cutest fucking thing. I think there's figures of him in the tank. Oh, just that because, is, like, that rules. It's good. And, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the fishmen civilians are cheering them on. And uh, here's the next escalation. Kraken shows up. <laughs> I have to imagine you immediately assumed how this was going to go. Oh, I was like, hey, that's Luffy's friend. And then yeah. Hody's like do a bad guy thing and then luffy goes you're my friend like, oh shit i love I'm you I love we get a flashback too we get a touching flashback of uh luffy's time with the kraken and we do get like a oh what's he gonna do moment because he swings his hands down but he's tickling him and then it starts fighting all the fishmen uh so immediately he's like oh i like luffy more than hody i'm gonna <laughs> join team luffy uh, Hody is forlorn, and Luffy is like, alright, you protect Shirahoshi while we do all this shit. So that's cool. Like, that's, like, literally a cool escalation of, like, alright, we have someone dedicated to protecting Shirahoshi now. And, uh, that's the end of that episode. Uh, 557 starts with an interesting tease. You don't watch the next time on, so you didn't no. get this in the, in the next time on, but 557 has a title. And its title card has a silhouette of the Iron Pirate General Frankie. <laughs> What's this gonna be? We'll just I have to stay it's gonna tuned. Be Frankie focused. I did. I do see that because I watch on an app that tells me the name of the episode. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Also, the title card does come up, and Luffy says it. But I just think it's interesting that they do have the silhouette. Like they're like, "Oh, you're watching for this guy now. Like he's coming up soon." We're starting to see now. In this episode, the top fishman pirates enter the fight. We see the tiny critter boy. He eating the ground up, and he is gonna enter the fray. He's gonna fuck some shit up. Drunk man wakes up, but he doesn't actually do anything yet. In in the rest of this podcast episode, and but right now we're gonna focus on Commander Chopper, just having a lot of fun commanding his tank that Usopp is piloting and. He sees the tiny critter boy, and he's like, shoot at the tiny critter boy! But they can't hit him because he digs underground. It's a little bit of a, a pop goes the weasel shit. <laughs> After a couple shots, uh, it, it is revealed that he has created a sinkhole under them, <laughs> and they fall in. The tank just falls in the hole. 
You get one episode of the cool tank before it's fucking busted. <laughs> and Frankie comes to help. He's like, I'm, I'm cup. What happened? I'm coming. Cock and balls on the way. Uh, Critter boy is like, oh, good. Now I just have to make a sinkhole under him. And before he can finish that sentence, Frankie just drives over to the hole and is like, <laughs> yeah. where'd the ground go? And it falls in. <laughs> He's a Looney Tunes bit. It's good. Uh, and everyone's like, oh, my God, you idiot. He's like, no, no, no don't worry. Don't They've worry, this is actually feature. good. <laughs> it's so he, good, he, actually. It's this good, actually. This I'm not owned. He chucks everybody out of the sinkhole. And he's like, I'm going to combine these fucking Zoids into a Voltron. That's what happens. We get a great transformation sequence of uh, him combining his two toys. He's like, I, I, someone refers in the dub to this as like, this is going to be freaky. Um, like as it just, you know, in the way that Frankie is called a pervert sometimes, but something that I can't imagine was in Japanese, uh, in the dub Chopper and Usopp do sing the melody of super freaky, which is a strange reference to see in, in one piece. Um, but they do it. Uh, and then we are revealed the iron pirate general Frankie. How do you feel about Frankie's big robot man? Oh, it's I, I love it. It's just a, a bigger Frankie. The bigger Frankie theory. <laughs> it is bigger Frankie. It looks like him, obviously. It's his face, but the hair is a drill. It has a sword for some reason. Some fucking... It skipped leg day, unfortunately, much like Frankie did. Well, do you think the, the drill hair was the drill that'll pierce the heavens? Oh, surely, yeah. <laughs> I, I When I watch these sequences of, like, the robot transformation and I think about all the other stuff One Piece will occasionally clue, include that's, like, clearly a different genre. I'm just like, what genre is One Piece? Like, it has robots now. <laughs> like, it has... Uh, I'm gesturing towards things that we haven't gotten to yet. And just, like, all these other sequences it includes. And I'm just like, sure, yeah, it's just everything. Sure, I it, it can just uh, glom all of it up. Like, Wano is, like, so traditional to other genres in a way that I'm like, this owns, and One Piece is doing it really well, <laughs> even though it's like this conglomerate of shonen aesthetics. But anyways, I just love that there's a robot transformation sequence. Like, legitimately, not even the funny one from Thriller Bark. They just legitimately have two robots yeah. combined. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he has a quick little monologue. He's like, I haven't met Vegapunk, but I spent two years making his dream come true. And I have a sword. <laughs> and uh, he shows off some of his moves in, the, in General Frankie. My favorite being, of course, the Frankie cannon where he just sticks his head out and uses the guns in his shoulders. <laughs> and uh, everyone's like, that doesn't count, but it's still cool. Uh, Robin makes a disapproving face. And his uh, he shows off one more special move where he oh, just... Oh, this is his greatest move. <laughs> yeah, he just falls down. Yeah. <laughs> And crushes uh, people under him, including Panda Man. Yeah, I saw that he crushed Panda Man. F? Do you, do you, I wonder, are there like multiple Panda Men? Or what if there's There has just, to be. What if it's just the same Panda Man? Pandaman. That's the spinoff I want, is the journey through Panda Man's eyes. Because <laughs> yeah. he's been an impel down, and it, and he's now here, so. What, what crimes do, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's cl I mean, he's clearly on pirate crews all the time, so. But it's yeah, no, at the he, wrong I, place at the wrong time. I, I want to see his two-year fucking training session. <laughs> Nami also fights a single guy and says, I'm strong too. 
I love Nami and I do think she's strong. I just wish her moments of strong like this didn't feel patronizing. <laughs> and uh, Usopp notices that Chopper's gone. So he has to fight for himself. He's like, I'm not the old Usopp. I'm cool and not scared of things now. I'm the cooler Usopp. <laughs> and he has pop greens, which are cool, but we've seen them before. As opposed to a lot of this other stuff, which is new. We check back in on the tiny man underground. And he hears something down there. Like, what else is down here? We see a silhouette of some beetle thing digging around. Sneaks up on the critter fuck in his tunnel. And as it's coming at him, you can start to make out the details of, oh, that's Chopper's hat. And it knocks the critter man out of the tunnel into the sky. And he pops out too. And it's a new Chopper form. I think it's, I don't think this is called Horn Point. Let me fucking look up the name i should have prepared for this <laughs> horn point this is just horn point i thought he had a different horn point but this is horn point now it's interesting how his time skip point forms are more cohesive to the fact that he's a cute boy like i feel <laughs> like so many of his pre-time skip forms had like fully different aesthetics like his grown man one yeah the other points were like just like all of them now maintain a baby face. Also, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's meant to mean anything or just a design choice. But could be a design choice. I just have to point out that this horn point is just a Sonic character. He just looks it like a Sonic OC. Does kind of look that way. <laughs> like this is something I could make in Sonic Forces, probably. Um, you should try. That should be that's a page. That's our new Patreon goal. <laughs> Play as Chopper in Sonic Forces. <laughs> Sure, pa- Patreon for $300, um, because we have to buy Sonic Forces. Uh, but yeah, so he, he talks about how he trained his new forms. He only has to use the Rumble Ball for one, probably guess. Hody again tries to command the Kraken, and it turns out he has a brother at the North Pole? Sure. And he's like, I'm kill your brother, Kraken! <laughs> I'm gonna kill your Kraken brother if you don't kill the princess! And Luffy's like, bro, I know all about brothers. I'll save your brother. Don't even worry about it. And now I'm thinking, fuck, is the One Piece at the North Pole? Like, are we going to, is this going to be like in the game Kraken fucking guy? Because everything in One Piece is something. <laughs> or maybe it's, it's probably more likely to be throwaway, but who knows? Uh, Kobe is a main character. So anyways, that's, yeah, that's a whole plot beat. Where the Kraken, like, almost fights Shirahoshi, but then Luffy's like, no, uh, I'll save your brother at the North Pole. <laughs> the Kraken's like, okay, and he tears up and is back to protecting Shirahoshi. And uh, I love this next shot, actually, where Luffy's, like, starting to stroll up to Hody now. And uh, two of the top Fishman pirates go to attack him, but they're just on cue, stopped by Sanji and Zoro. And Luffy just keeps walking unfazed. And uh, he goes second gear, flashes over to Hody, knocks him back into the wall. Every time he hits Hody, it's this hard. It's just Hody keeps getting up, and he's like, no, fuck you, <laughs> and does it again. The last thing that happens in this episode before it ends is people finally notice that Noah is above them. It took a little bit for it to make its way over, but now... Now they can see the Noah. And Neptune's like, oh shit, that's the ship of promise. Noah. But that's the end of that episode. There's two more to cover, believe it or not. 
Uh, it starts with Neptune talking about the Noah again. It's like, it was never supposed to be moved from its resting place. It's weird that you built your low-income housing around it, then. Because it, se- it seems to just be, like, the thing that Fishman District was built under. The lowest-class section of the island. I don't know. Weird that it's, like, actually, that's extremely important, the, the big boat. Uh, Bahodi's still getting back up. The Kraken is still fighting people. Uh, here's something very fun. Hody finally fights back. He punches Luffy's head, and it goes, it just comes clean off! Hody punches Luffy's head, and it goes flying. But he's like, haha, joke's on you, I'm made of rubber. So, he makes his forehead hockey. How do you feel about forehead hockey? <laughs> I can't wait for five head hockey. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. I mean, uh, I I finally understand why Luffy can make his arms black, so <laughs> I'm glad he can do it everywhere else too. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can project hockey anywhere, I guess. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he does a gum gum bell by bringing his head back and uh, puts a dent in some shields. That's that's what I I I love. I love seeing. Seeing Luffy hit stuff with his head. Yeah, I like I like shit to be weird in One Piece. <laughs> I like him to do unorthodox attacks as opposed to yeah. big big punch, big kick. Like I, think I like I... a big punch and a big kick. Don't <laughs> get me wrong, but just saying. I think I compared it to Goku biting people, even though he's like he can shoot beams out of his hands. It's just it's good. Luffy can do all yeah. sorts of things. Just using his head shows that he's a really scrappy fighter. That's fun. Yeah, there's something satisfying to someone who can make a destructo disc still resorting to biting every now and then. And that's the same with Luffy being like, yeah, I could go gear third, but I'll hit you with my head first. And uh, he actually lands another hockey attack on Hody real quick. He coats his arm and punches him and sends him flying. And man, I guess the arc's over already. He's dead. F. Uh, just kidding. The Noah is now a problem. Uh, so it's getting closer. And... Wadatsumi falls down. Wadatsumi falls into the arena because there wasn't enough going on. Uh, so he's here now, and he makes it clear to everyone here that Deccan is the reason that this is on its way. And Hody's like, what? Why did I partner with this guy? Deccan is shouts down that there's one final chance, Shirahoshi. Accept my love. Or... <laughs> Everyone dies. Also, can he stop it? I don't know if he can stop something he throws. I feel like he can. That just seems like that'd be part of his ability. He could stop it. It seems like it. I just don't know that I've seen it. Yeah, he hasn't really had a reason to stop stuff, but... No. uh, I I feel like he probably could. I just just think it would be so funny if the bit was like her (laughs) saying, okay, fine, for everyone's sake. And he's like, oh, how do I stop this thing? Like I, would, I, I feel like would be another be, joke. That that would probably be also the outcome. Is like if he if he I feel like he probably can, but if he can't, he absolutely does not know that he can't. <laughs> yes, I don't think he's ever had to try. But that's not what happens. Wadatsumi's like, hey, can you like let me back on the ship? I don't want to die. And he's like, tough shit, you fell off. You're dead now. Uh, so Wadatsumi has been fired. Uh, from his job at the Deccan Pirates. Uh, you were just ba- too much baby. No babies allowed. 
That's true. It's, you know, <laughs> real big no baby policy. <laughs> 25-year-old baby is not allowed. Uh, so uh, at some point, some time passes, uh, Jinbei, I think, is the one who notices that Shirohoshi's not around anymore. Seems like with her size, you would notice pretty quickly that she's leaving, <laughs> but whatever. She's There's a lot swimming. going on right now. <laughs> That's true. A, a big baby fell from the sky. She has swam up to stop the boat. She is going to sacrifice herself, and she is moving it away from the island because it's following her. She understands that. And uh, she goes up and, like, uh, is, you know, blocking the way, and Deccan's like, cool, okay, and, like, throws something at her. Like, he hits her with something in the shoulder. I didn't really see what. I think I blinked. Hody is, like, pulling himself out of some rubble, and he's like, uh, he is betraying me by crushing all of this with Noah. Like, I'm trying to take over this place and build my army and my rule. Destroying it would be bad. <laughs> so she is now swimming away to lead the Noah somewhere else. She's like, I need to get as far away from Fishman Island as possible to save everybody. And Hody's like, I'm a fuck up Vanderdecken. So he like, I think I think I blinked and missed this too. But he's like, says he's going to do something, and then he gets onto the chains hanging down from the boat. I think I just didn't see him jump or go or whatever it was. Yeah, he's just kind of there. Yeah, cool. Fine. Uh, Sanji is, you know, kicking his way on up there. He's going to chase after because he can fly now. Uh, He can fly now. He can fly now. And uh, Luffy's like, no, I'll go. And Sanji's like, it's in water. Is that a good idea? And Luffy's like, no, 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 no. The Noah has its own bubble. So I'll be okay. I'll just get in the bubble. Um, and Jinbei's like, yeah, that's true. It does have a bubble anywhere the Deccan is because he has a devil fruit. But it gives him a little coral just in case, which means you know he'll have to use it. The, again, these are the little coral pieces that make air bubbles for, for people. So he grabs onto Sanji's leg and... uh it's actually not until the next episode that Sanji kicks him up, but what a final episode, 559. Hot damn. Shirahoshi is like, the main entrance of the island's too fucking far away. Can't make it, but the palace gate entrance is still open, so she's going there. So that's her goal. Luffy launches up. Sanji has an extended bit where he talks about how specific the amount of energy in his kick has to be. He doesn't want to send Luffy too far. Fine, bud, but it works. Uh, he kicks him up, and he lands on the chain. Uh, here's, a, here's imagery that I really like. Uh, the people of Fishman Island want to help. They all swim up and like try and hold down the Noah like by the chains. They're all like, if we can slow it down even a little bit, it helps her. I can't imagine it actually did help at all, but uh, it's great imagery. It's touching that they want to. Hody murders them all. Bad news. Bad. He's a bad guy. You know, I'm starting to think that Luffy should beat him. I was on the <laughs> fence, but I'm starting to think that Luffy should beat him up. The Noah is out of the main bubble. Uh, Shirahoshi leads it out into the big sea by going through this palace gate exit, and it's following. So we're getting into, you know, just the ocean. As it's starting to get out uh, into uh, no bubble zone, Luffy has to make himself a bubble because he didn't get up to the Noah in time. And he makes himself a bubble. 
he can breathe, but he has like no control over his bubble. He's like, I can't control this thing. And he's like trying to get back to the, to the chain. But bad news. Hody's there. (laughs) And Hody is stronger in water than he was out of water. So now the turntables. <laughs> Should have sent Jinbei, but it's fine because, uh, spoilers, Luffy is going to be the guy to fight Hody. This is the big bad of the arc. You've seen the One Piece before. <laughs> but uh, Hody breaks his bubble. He drops the coral. It seems Things seem really bleak. And uh, at some, when did he get a trident? Because he has one now. Um, do you do you remember? Isn't that Fukuboshi's trident? The uh, maybe. Uh, I I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure <laughs> actually. I just kind of like yeah, he has a trident. <laughs> yeah, he throws it at Luffy, and I'm just wondering where maybe he got it from. It does not matter, but yes, he has a red trident now, and he throws it at Luffy. Things seem bad, I guess he's gonna die And the arc's gonna end And One Piece is gonna end But no, uh, Fukuboshi shows up and saves him Remember him? Hell yeah, he got saved Yeah, he matters And he's returning the favors Like, Luffy's good I'm on Team Luffy Hody, bad Uh, So he saves him Also, speaking of weapons appearing from nowhere Hody has a sword now (laughs) Um, (laughs) Why not? Sure Um He's a bad guy. Bad guys have swords. And uh, we check on Deccan, who asks Shirahoshi, how does it feel to be free from your tower? What if you married me? And she says, no, dude. Like, I, I know that I'm running away from certain death right now, but you're still not my type. You are becoming less my type every day. And he's like, oh, well, like, guess I'll throw a bunch of knives at you then if you're not going to date me and marry me. So that's bad. But she has two other brothers and they protect her from the knives. And I don't know where they go after this because I don't remember seeing them again. Uh, it doesn't matter though. Uh, Hoei is here as well, the whale. Yeah. Maybe they'll show up in the next episode and that's fine. So the brothers explain that uh, Neptune said, we can't let any harm come to the Noah, and it immediately hits a fucking rock. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, very funny. But th- she's just like, I don't know where to take it. Like, they want to safely land it somewhere, but they're like, uh, they're like, uh, okay, I guess that's now a new fucking problem to deal with, <laughs> um, is the taking care of this big boat that's being used as a weapon. We, uh, the rest of this episode, we're gonna deal with Hody. So, Hody is chasing Luffy, who is riding the back of Fukuboshi in an air bubble. This is a fun chase. Nothing really to say about it, but fun to watch them going through a bunch of rocks and uh, Hody destroying them. Luffy actually is like, oh, he can cut those up like Zoro does. And Fukuboshi's like, please, now is not the fucking time uh, to compliment this man. And uh, they try and lose Hody in some dust. Doesn't really work, but they're trying to get up to the Noah. Luffy's like, look, I gotta stop Deccan. Top priority. Also, I will have a better chance of beating Hody in the bubble. So Fukuboshi rushes up to try and get him there, but Hody rushes even faster. He makes a comment where he's like, they say the princes are the fastest swimmers, but I took a shitload of drugs, so (laughs) now I'm faster. And he zooms fucking past and, uh, 
Fokoboshi's like, I'm going to slow down, actually, because this is probably bad. It is bad. Uh, the cliffhanger of this episode is Hody getting up on the deck and talking to Deccan. And he's like, some plan you got here, bud. And Deccan's like, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Going great. Look, there she is. And uh, we kind of zoom out to see that right now the Noah is like perfectly above Fishman Island. Like it's yep. basically centered. Like it'll right below it is the palace. And then a little bit below that is the rest of the island. So Hody's like, your idea sucks shit, Deccan, actually, and I have a better one. And he runs his trident through him. I think it's the trident. Maybe it's the sword. Um, he runs... Stabs him. He runs a sharp thing through him. Wiki says trident. <laughs> he, ends, he ends the episode, and ours, uh, with a question. He says, what will happen to you if you die? Or, fuck. No, he says, what will happen to the ship if you die? It's probably going to fall down, but I guess we'll just have to find out next time <laughs> on One Piece. What a cliffhanger. Do you think Luffy's going to beat Hody? Probably not. No, I think this is it. I think the rest <laughs> of the show is about uh, Brooke's concert tours. I do like the idea of Brooke, like, every, everyone dying, and Brooke's like, well, I'm already dead. I'm going to go back <laughs> to music. Yeah, how do, uh, how do you double kill Brooke? Have we? Is I feel he like invincible? I don't know. I feel like it's one of those like edgy like uh, Deadpool or Wolverine killing things where you just sentence them to like a like eternal eternal like torture. Some yeah, kind there's of, like, Sisyphean um, hell. Like I was thinking, like could he drown? Like he doesn't have lungs, but he's weak to water power. But like I think you could just trap him underwater and he couldn't do anything. And he'd that's just be the sad thing. I think he... about I think about the old guard, which is an okay movie. But like the most interesting thing about that movie is that these people can't die. Like, eventually, I guess they run out of this power, but uh, they just come right back and they feel the pain of it, which is what makes it a little more interesting. But one of the things that happens is like, yeah, someone, one, one of the people who used to be on our team, like, you know, deck, like centuries ago was thought to be a witch. So they tied her up in an Iron Maiden and threw her to the bottom of the sea. So she's just been drowning to death and waking up and drowning to death repeatedly for like 400 years. Hmm. And I and like I I th I think that's worse than what I don't think Brooke would wake up. Uh, I think he would just lay there unconscious, suffering until he yeah. was scooped up. But uh, it made me think of that. See, see, you bring you bring that up makes me think of uh, I just read the manga Fire Punch. Spoilers for Fire Punch. Uh, chain it's from the guy who did Chainsaw Man, so people might be reading it. So this is. The only time we'll do a spoiler tag because it's also like a three-year-old manga, so like it's also. I mean, recent. I don't think I've heard a lot about it, so it's fair. Uh, it starts off pretty like rough and dark and fucked up, so I feel like people probably drop it. Um, but the end of Fire Punch, it's about a guy with like super like regeneration abilities, and he just like he wills himself to stay alive even though he should be dead, basically based on like hate and revenge. <laughs> but cool. the the it's it's the most like dumb show like it's definitely not like for like kids like shown an audience but it has like those dumb elements but the end of the series has him in space and he he spends the whole like spends basically like an eternity in space to the point where he like there's no stimulation of anything and mm -hmm. he can still survive so he just like loses his memory and just kind of like 
it is a happy ending. I'm not going to spoil like the ending because it's pretty touching if you watch read like the whole thing. But it's him drifting in space forever, and it's uh like cars. He, yeah, <laughs> he just loses his. He just like and loses also memory Eva and, like, Unit Oh One yeah. and End of Evangelion. Yeah, um, <laughs> three completely different examples of that happening in a text. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm bad at reading manga. I'm literally better at, like I. The only thing I like to read is like nonfiction. <laughs> uh, but one day I'll read a manga again. I I I remember for so long I thought I would read the One Piece manga so I could read it instead of watch it for the show, and that's I'm still in volume two, dude. Um, Buggy is there. Um, I know that you've been reading a lot of manga lately because of uh having jobs where you're bored but yeah at the, at the record store i just i can when people are in the store i just it's like well i can't the only other thing i really have to do at the store is like clean records with a giant loud machine so i can't do that when people are in the store yeah best to time that so instead i just read manga that has horrifying graphic content behind a counter where people could probably see it <laughs> that's fine I mean, most of the stuff that happened in Chainsaw Man that they said is graphic. Um, yeah, the stuff that's I, actually I like behind the age wall isn't as bad as the gore. As the gore, or you know, uh, Denji getting like th- thrown up in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> and then a character going, "Oh no, he has a bad habit of eating anything that goes into his mouth." Oh no. <laughs> well, on that pleasant note. <laughs> How do we end the podcast? Um, that's it. <laughs> Next time we will see the consequences of these things. I think we have two more episodes of a Fishman Island. Um, I'd have to like. What, I think the second one might be like Fallout, like recovery arc. I don't remember. <laughs> I made the schedule not that long ago, but I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, we got two more. I think this is our first February episode, so I think our first March episode is end of uh into Fishman Island, then there's... I think it's just immediately Punk Hazard after that. Oh, hazardous punks. Yeah, punks are pretty hazardous, though. I'm excited to get into to Punk Hazard and, and finish this stuff up. And then uh, Dress Rosa in the summer. It's fucking insane. See, so once dress, once I get to Dress Rosa, I can play through all of Pirate Warriors 3. Yeah, the Pirate Warriors 3 uh, came out during the airing um, of Dress Rosa. I'm going to and put so a, a day lot of on my calendar that the that the point where it converges and I get to that point, that's when I can start playing the game. Yeah, I could probably double check and tell you because there's a there's a lot of like it ends non-canon, but like I I know because of some of the characters that show up, there is a point where like I would say wait till X. But much like uh, Pirate Wars Four, obviously doesn't have the canon Wano story. It's just kind of like gestures towards it uh a yeah. little bit and then it makes up its own shit which is fine like i understand they're gonna include wano stuff because it came out uh this year and wano's <laughs> been airing since last summer but it'll probably be airing until um next summer <laughs> uh i don't know but uh anyways anyways anyway, video games are fun maybe we'll play them on the patreon again one day uh last month we did the nami movie which we'll record uh next week for us in the real timeline this is tenet uh, but <laughs> this month, I think we're doing the next Toriko special just cause it happened by now. Uh, it's, it's aired. <laughs> I think it's time skip designs are in them. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, 
I will probably just uh, do that for something weird to chat about. Toriko, uh, despite having a creepy uh, creator, is a fascinatingly and strange cultural object. Uh, <laughs> it's such a weird fucking show that I'll never watch. But I, I think is like I'm curious to see only episodes one and fifty two of it. Does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, that's that's right. I think after we do that one, I'll probably oh, you can tell I'm winding down. Um, I think after I do that one, I'm I think it's on the show and jump app. I might I might go through it because I'm I want I want to know looking for shit to read. Just like how goofy I'm paying two bucks a month. Might as well get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I think um I think in I I, I gestured to this before that I have like patreon plans for all year because if we keep passing like non-canon stuff um also i think i have a bunch of tv specials on a hard drive i forgot about so maybe i can find a place for those too uh we maybe one day we'll go back and talk about the fucking boss luffy au uh that we've skipped over every time but you know anyways at some point i'm pretty sure the dbc crossover is this year it is it's in i I think it's in like may or something i think think so yeah you've seen you've seen that list um i'm excited to do yeah. that more than more than toriko but <laughs> i think toriko's in it right it's those three yeah those two and goku i i i am i'm excited to watch that one as well i also i know they don't get dubbed but i'd love to see that one dubbed as well yeah i think they're i know that they're not on funimation they're i, I know for toriko we'll have to go back to the crunchy but i'm assuming the dbz is up there as well I wonder if Funimation just doesn't have it because it's not dubbed, so it's like not worth them to host at all uh, <laughs> if they well, only have it in one language. Uh, yes. Uh, there was a time Funimation for... is as a bad website, so yeah. Funimation, uh, I hate Funimation. Um, they uh, <laughs> that's that's how it was when they had the rights to for a while when they had with the rights to Tatami Galaxy. They didn't do shit with it for a long time, but they just held it. Yeah. Which sucks because that's definitely something Sentai Filmworks should have snatched up. I don't. That's mm-hmm. that's completely outside of like a fast-paced uh like show about a college kid trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Like that's yeah, not, it's it's interesting. It's too artsy fun- for Funimation, I think. Yeah, well, they also have like they have a couple of shows like that. They have um, I think they have Paranoia Agent, like things that are just like. Sure, I guess they have them. Um, fu- I I always get mad when I pull up the homepage because it has like two Hosoda movies are in my my list, my queue or whatever. Uh, Boy and the Beast and um, uh, I think either Summer Wars or Wolf. Ch- I think it's Wolf Children. There there are uh like pages for them that you can like add to your list, but the that you can't actually watch them. That's like weird. I don't understand if it's like a mistake no one has fixed or what, but like <laughs> there's listings for them. They have like they still have the r- rights to these fucking things, but they just don't stream them for some reason. I don't know. I get angry at this fucking website, but it is so convenient to watch this shit dubbed when I'm rewatching it for the price that I'm paying. But anyways, that's another thing that dubs fucking behind the paywall. We should end the podcast. We were talking a minute ago about Patreon, and I was thinking, what a great way to segue into our plugs to talk about <laughs> Patreon. But we fucking complained about Funimation first. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. We have been referring to some bonus episodes. Everything right now is still at the $1 tier. So if you back $1 a month, 
we do really appreciate any more. Thank you to all the people who give more and some much, much more. It means a ton to us. Uh, but for now, everything is still available. If you can only give $1, uh, you'll get these regular episodes a couple days early. Uh, the Wednesday before the Friday that they come out regularly is what I try and aim for when I edit them. Uh, you'll also get our bonus episodes, backlog included. Uh, and we try to put out one thing a month. Um, there was one month last year we did two things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to do some uh, commentaries on uh, two episodes. One of Toriko, one of One Piece for the crossover event. Um, last month we did a commentary on episode of Nami, the reanimated uh, Arlong Park movie. And um, I don't know what next month is off the top of my head. So uh, we'll figure it out. But thank you so much. Uh, Patreon.com slash we are watching OP. Thank you to our patrons for the month of February. Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Anton, Ashok, Ben, Captain Moki, Chad, Clueless Wander, Damien, Deus Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, J. Harkins, Jackson, Jalen, Jamie, Ziz, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Luke, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Mick Foley, 299, Morgan, Miss New Vegas, Paulina, Peter, Rim, Riley, Ryan, Steven, K, Steven P. I always read, I always read like there isn't the, the Trey and Vodaki. Thank you so much. Now say hello. Thank you. Um, if you would like your name to be shouted out on all these episodes, or you would like to listen to these episodes early, or get the bonus ones that we were talking about before, you just gotta go patreon.com slash wearewatchingop, or you can search, uh, I think you can search We Are Watching One Piece if you just go to Patreon, and uh, you get you get a special RSS feed, and I'm gonna say your name in these episodes, or Jory will, on the second one of the month. Um, thank you, everyone. Jory! Yeah? The one and only Jory. Where could people find you on the internet? You can find me, the only Jory that exists, and the only Jory you'd need, assuming that the existence of other Jories wasn't a a work of fiction perpetrated by the same people who want you to believe birds are real. (laughs) Isn't the the birds are fake thing a rabbit hole for, like, some fascist shit? Like, everything is, but... I wonder if it is. Before I continue on with my plugs, I do want to say that one of the funniest things I saw almost a year ago, it sucks that it's it's still going on, but someone was saying that like lockdown was a plot by the government so they could change the batteries out of all the birds. <laughs> it's a funny joke, but also like, yeah, just don't think it like, the problem is someone believes that shit. Yeah. As a bit, making fun of theorists, it's yeah. great. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a, a secret group of people, uh, that are, that want you to think birds are real. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you know, I say Canada's not real because it's on stolen ground. Uh, yeah. but then there's, there's people who say Australia isn't real because the earth is flat. So, yeah. <laughs> so I don't uh, know. uh, Twitter, uh, <laughs> at no, I'm Jory, or you can see me, uh, I, I tweet things, um, st- video games I'm playing, stuff I'm doing. I there might be brand brand new content that I am pushing other people to do because they keep talking about it. But, uh, you know, that that thing that pe- that like you got to break the seal, you know, of like content making people always talk about doing something, but they don't do it. And then I'm just trying to be like, hey, come on, do it. I'll do the minimal amount of work I can to help you guys out. So that could be coming. I don't know what the exact plans are because i i want to be as hands-off as possible <laughs> um, fair 
So you, you can stay tuned for an announcement. Some not even an announcement. Me going like, "Hey, here's this." You'll thing. retweet it in some at some point. There's uh, I I think this is gonna be coming out in February. I'm not gonna be working two jobs in February, so I think I'm gonna schedule all my recordings to get more Citizen Hank out uh, in yeah. February, so I can get that out of the way. Park champ. Cause by, cause by then I'm uh I'm. I'm used to the hellscape world we're in, so I I can work with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, we we, we, we uh, so many shows have have gone from infrequent to just non-existent this past year, and I don't blame anybody. I dropped like four shows. <laughs> we're and me and Cameron are trying to like still maybe by this time we will have something. We're still trying to figure out how we want to handle because watching wrestling is draining. Um. <laughs> So there's that. It's, it's, I mean, that's another thing. Is like the not only the art of uh, making a show talking about things being more difficult to do, but like when the when the media itself is so negatively impacted by the situation. So yeah, that that's that's part that's part of what's happened too. Um, what about you, Joe? Well, I uh, I was just talking about how it's nice to have two shows, and now I may might do a third one. But uh, <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J O. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke about Ghost of Brooke. I didn't. It's okay. <laughs> um, that's not my handle. I make another show called Got It Memorized. It's a recap podcast for Square Enix games. Uh, we started with Kingdom Hearts. We did them all. We did the World Ends with You. Uh, we did Final Fantasy X, and now we're talking about Ten Two. I'm assuming we're still talking about it in February. It will end. It's it's not a long game, especially with us kind of going through it quickly because it's light, it's airy, it's fun. Uh, but the episodes that we've been doing have been very fun, funny. Um, it's a, such an absurd, interesting thing because it takes the very serious but weird game ten, Final Fantasy ten, and almost is a self parody at times. What if I what if I took these characters and just put them through fever dreams? <laughs> So it's fun. We have we have fun over there. Uh, got it memorized. It's that podcast. Uh, it's also on the network that this show's on, the Orange Groves Podcast Network. We got some show swap stuff coming up soon. Maybe this month. I don't know. It's we don't have a date planned as of the time we're recording this. But if there was is one, I'll edit it in. There's some other fun network wide stuff happening. That uh, another like pilot season being planned. Uh, thanks to donations from our last extra life stream in November. Yeah, go check out a show on the network if you haven't. Just uh, maybe, you know, Marmoset Chronicles uh, is ended, so you can kind of bang that one out if you want to. Uh, maybe catch up on, on CWFP, check out those uh, special episodes that are, like, not related to things that happened at a certain point in time. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, you know, go find something new if you haven't. Also, you can support the whole network on Patreon, patreon.com slash theorangegrubs. You can get audio cut out of shows, including this one. Uh, you can get early episodes of Champs in the Making and other bonus episodes at other tiers. Uh, and it goes to a great cause, uh, like b- paying for artwork and editors and shit and keeping these shows afloat. Audio hosting costs money, believe it or not. And uh, it's probably enough stuff to plug. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter, actually, at uh, We Are Watching OP. Oh, yeah, but there's also a Discord server you can join for the whole network. Uh, you can find a link to it at the website as well, theorangegoves.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page, hit click, join, click. Join Tog Discord and go to the We Are channel and mute all the other ones. Just talk about One Piece. That was that part's a joke. You can go to the other channels, but uh, there's a channel specifically for this show. Um, lots of spoiler tags in there. Uh, don't talk about anything that hasn't 
been on the show yet. Um, shit posts that are not confirmed are usually fine. I did joke a little bit earlier today about what if Zoro just opens his eye one day? Because <laughs> he hasn't. It's not a spoiler. It's just funny. Yeah. You can just talk about whatever. I'm not going to click spoiler tags. Yeah, you... Yeah, and the, the thing is, we've been doing it for so long, that's like, yeah, I guess you could scroll back, like, for two hours and try and find something about Marineford now, but you're not going to. Uh, so... <laughs> I, 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 if it's not part of the, uh, the conversation right now, what's the point? <laughs> I'm sure it won't be that satisfied to go back and see. Yeah. I, th- I think you, you joked that on Christmas you were going to open one. Yeah, I, I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I... I didn't even realize till the day after. That's funny. I was like, oh, I should have done that. I uh, I did pin a spoiler from Andrew that I will make you open at one point later this calendar year. Um, oh, no. Because it's very funny. Oh, no. Uh, but uh, we'll come back to that in October. Um, probably sooner, actually. But uh, anyways... That's it. Podcast fucking over. We're starting to have the energy that we have after we hit stop, uh, which means we need to stop. Yeah, it's late. What? I I I, I think that's everything to plug. So that means it's time for me to ask you what happens next. <laughs> oh man, I've been I've been ready for this one. Oh good, good. I love that. <laughs> it's not good. I can tell you that much. Even better. So I hope I, I, a part of me was like, what if all of your predictions from now on just include Robin's giant legs? <laughs> I don't think that's what you're going to do. I, I wish <laughs> it's weird. I saw into the future. I used Charlie's powers to look at the future. It's just her crushing me. Uh, like <laughs> Oda drew me. It's just her crushing me with her feet. It's weird. God. Degenerate people give us money every month, dude. Why? <laughs> Anyways, continue. We left off with Hody stabbing Vanderdecken, uh, which will cause the ship to fall onto the Fishman Island. Which, because we we have established that if you go on, even it, if you don't die, if you go unconscious, which I don't know if you get stabbed in the stomach, I don't see you holding consciousness that much, especially with how strong Hody is. Mm-hmm. The power is going to stop working, so that ship's going to stop chasing Shirohoshi and is going to crush the Fishman Island. And it's gonna, it's gonna, that's what's gonna happen. It's gonna, it's gonna land and it's gonna hit the Fishman Island. And it's gonna, like, it's gonna start to, like, get ready to explode. And it's just gonna be Luffy and Hody standing there. And Hody's gonna be like, I think F- Fishman Island's gonna, gonna be done in five minutes. You have five minutes to stop me and get off of here. Five and- minutes of playtime. <laughs> and Luffy is going, is, is going to go into uh seventh gear <laughs> in seventh gear <laughs> mode. Skips the seven. That's how strong it is. It skips <laughs> four, five, and six all the way. It's to like seven. I, I I made four, five, and six, but they're not even useful. <laughs> seven and is the one where I breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> I hockey coat my lungs, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, he he actually coats himself in hockey, so he's not affected by the uh, the seawater either. With True. with <laughs> seventh gear, and <laughs> he easily defeats Hody. And as as he's getting ready to escape on a ship, he gives Hody some energy and is like, 
here so you can get yourself off of here. And then Hody goes, you will die by my hand and goes to shoot Luffy with one more water shot. And Luffy just stops him anyway and gets mad at him. He's like, you could have <laughs> left. I, I, I gave you, I gave, you could have just left and survived, but now you're going to die here because you're stupid. And then uh, <laughs> Fishman Island's going to explode. Everyone's going to get away. Including all the fishmen, because they they made a new fishman island, and and, <laughs> <laughs> and we're not gonna know uh, if Luffy survived or not for like three years. <laughs> What's the show gonna be about? Uh, it's gonna be another time skip. Okay, okay, so it's three years past, and he's like, "Wow, what a good nap!" <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, don't take this the wrong way. I think you should prepare every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good shit. And it's all true. That's what's fucked up, though, is that you're never wrong. <laughs> it was extra fucked up because that's Bonkai going seventh gear pretending to be Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we can. Oh, no, he has a double fruit, too. Shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What? Oh, can Bon Clay look like a fish man? That is a really good question. Because it's so body. I mean, he still wouldn't be able to breathe underwater, but um, I've just never seen him do that, I don't think. <laughs> he can look like whatever the fuck Magellan is, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, we asked the hard-hitting questions here <laughs> on We Are Watching One Piece, uh, your favorite One Piece podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this fucking shit that we do uh, twice a month and supporting us on Patreon, so we do it twice a month. That's it. All that's going to be true. Uh, make sure you listen next time to hear us discuss it in detail. Uh, and until then, <laughs> to me, continue. continue.